0: Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. It's me, I'm Jory here to talk about more of the Fishman Islands. There's it's still going. Uh I think we're 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 about finished up with it. There's not a whole lot left that I think could happen. Uh <laughs> you say that. <laughs> there's there's one uh loose string that has not been solved, but also I, Will it I be? Had, I have even <laughs> less of a worry about the implications of it than I did anything else. Um, I'm joined by Joe. As as always, of course, we didn't switch anything up this time around. That'd be weird if we did. How's what if it going? One of these
1: days, Andrew's just going to replace me. We're not going to address it. <laughs> it's just going to be like it was always that way. <laughs> Hello, yes, I am Joe. We are back. This is, this is where basically all the fights are going to happen. So I hope you're excited for that. I always wonder about these kind of episodes like, okay, we're probably going to skim over a lot of the fighting, but this is especially one where I think there's a lot of first time moves we're going to get to talk about, but it is, I mean, basically last time we set it up where like everybody was like all the crew was squaring off against the fishmen officers in the plaza and Luffy was going up against the Hordy. And it's like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure what we're going to get into next time. And it goes a lot faster than I remember. I'm used to shit being dragged out. Now that I'm, <laughs> I've seen Dressrosa, <laughs> a lot of climaxes we've we've gotten to now. Um, yeah, I believe I believe we have one more podcast episode after this one, wrapping up the 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 not necessarily post Fishman Island because they they're not gonna leave right away. <laughs> but I don't know the the party time relaxed section of the arc that uh I have I have talked bad on before. <laughs> I have declared myself not a huge fan, but they're good. Anyways, I guess we can get right into it. Yeah. We left off with, I don't know how much of a dramatic cliffhanger it was, but uh, Hordy stabbed Deccan. Sure did. It was dramatic because if Deccan dies, the Noah's going to fall and crush Fishman Island. And that is the uh, through line for the next eight episodes is oh no the noah is a big ship and if it falls it it bad
0: it's gonna kill everyone and destroy the island
1: yes that two bad things that will happen uh also the noah is uh, important for history reasons but we don't really know much about that uh we know so little but Deccan doesn't die right away we're uh i i usually say this we're talking uh 560 through 568 Uh, Today on the pod So we're starting with 560 In which uh, Horty pulls his big trident out of Deccan And Deccan like touches him with his one hand His not gloved hand And he's like now you're gonna get it I've marked ya And we know that Deccan is a threat So (laughs) Um, I say that sarcastically He's not a threat (laughs) The largest problem he has caused Is having the Noah directly above Fishman Island And that's really not on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they um they have a little bit of a scuffle. Uh, Deccan has knife shoes. Do you? <laughs> Very do, how cool. do you feel? It's it is pretty cool. It feels like a thing Frankie would have. It feels like Frankie would have knives just come out of various parts of his body. I don't think he has used it since Water Seven, but I do miss when he would take his sideburns off and use those as weapons.
0: uses <laughs> as as batterings.
1: Yeah, I think Oda's always trying to invent new stuff. For people to do. But I do end up missing a lot of classic shit as well. Um, but Knife Shoes do- doesn't really turn the tide. Hody's really strong. Horty, uh, <laughs> yeah. like tosses him into the boat. And he's just like, well, it's going to wait for him to bleed out. And then the yep. boat will start falling. <laughs> Very chill about it. He's not even like, I'm going to go just finish him off and make it now. He's just so confident that like, there's a timer on it now.
0: <laughs> it'll happen soon. Yeah,
1: it'll be fine. And I don't know if this would speed up the process or not, but he is like, I guess I'll go kill Shirohoshi now. <laughs> Might as well. Like, I wonder if, like, if he does kill her, does the Noah stop flying at her? Does the fruit in any way sense life? I don't know how it works. Like, would it still keep going after her corpse? Stupid line of thought, that doesn't matter, but...
0: <laughs> this is a good... Well, he did also, uh... Vanderdecken did get his hands on, uh, on him, so he, he is also marked.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He touches him with his left hand so that he has, like, he has two marks at any given time. Also, I don't think we ever talked about Deccan having like four legs. He does. But I have yeah. to wonder if his feet can mark as well. Can he have up to six?
0: We asked the important questions. Welcome back to Feet Talk, everyone. I think so.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think this is maybe the only time it'll come up. Robin doesn't get to do very much. Unfortunately. Um, but she does get to do one very cool thing, though. <laughs> um, yeah, she does. We'll get to that. But yeah, so he's going after Shirahoshi. The the two weirdo brothers try and stop him. Uh, Manboshi and the other one that isn't Fukuboshi. And uh, he just kind of knocks him out immediately. There's a lot of the brothers getting knocked out and not dying in this section. <laughs> It's, I'm not saying they should have died. I'm just saying they conveniently step in a lot, only to not really ever succeed. I I think Fukuboshi does as well a couple times, but with him, I don't know. I guess I feel maybe it's because he has a better design, but I'm not surprised that he's stronger than the other two. Yeah. Um, I'm also assuming he, he's the he looks
0: like he could be an anime protagonist.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he's he's pretty thick. He's got like some really broad shoulders. He's an upside down triangle, and he yeah, because he kind of. Slims around the fish waist in, in that One Piece way Where he doesn't have that many lines on him But yes Yeah uh, Which is a strength to, to One Piece's designs usually But anyways Yeah, she Shirahoshi Sees her brothers get knocked out as she's running away Uh, That stresses her out The whale, Hoei, goes to help And I don't think we see the whale again for the rest Unless I'm forgetting something
0: Look like right at the end
1: yeah because I'm, I'm as i'm reading my note i'm like does he show up again where does he go hmm i gonna keep that thread open come back to it and uh she's yeah she's concerned about him but they want her to run so she does run and swim you know they're underwater still before Hody can uh, attack shirohoshi and chase after luffy shows back up he ad- he announces his presence and he rides in on Fukuboshi, the good brother. And that's the end of that scene. We're gonna go back to the plaza now. Oh no. Uh remember that
0: big baby? Unfortunately, there's a big baby, and he's still there. Wanatsumi.
1: Yeah, Wanatsumi is uh still there, unfortunately. And this scene is stupid in which he's like, ah <laughs> oh, man, Deccan told me to just fuck off and die. I guess. I'm not loved anymore, and Zio's like, "No," he said, "Fight like you're prepared to die, and he's relying on you." It, his his exact wording is so stupid. He's like, "Oh no, you misheard."
0: <laughs> Weirdly, it works. Yeah, it's like, no, no, he, he, you're still important to him. Don't worry, but nope. <laughs> but I guess it, I don't even see really what he adds to. To battle besides being big.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is that he ends up being the person Sanji fights, kind of, in con, in conjecture with uh, Jinbei in the end. But ultimately, yeah, no. I mean, like, he doesn't even really fight the Kraken, who also kind of disappears. This is... I I I think that Oda gets kind of better at balancing shit every arc he does in the new world. Um, which is why I think Wano is pulling off shit that Dress Rosa couldn't effectively. We'll get there in 2022. But (laughs) there is a point where, like, he is just kind of not interacting with players on the field because he has other stuff to focus on. But it is noticeable under an amount of thought. I'm like, where did the whale go? Where does the Kraken go? I guess you just kind of assume that they're holding steady in the background. Because, like, the Kraken was protecting Shirohoshi, who's now not there. So what is he doing? (laughs) Also, guess what? That also happens to the women. <laughs> there's a there's a very dramatic moment we'll get to soon where it's like showing who everybody squared off against and Nami's just like the mob. <laughs> and Robin's not included in that. Getting ahead of myself. I'll complain about it when we get there. Big Baby is given a steroid. The big baby who is older than Shirohoshi but has the emotional <laughs> fortitude of a 5-year-old. Uh, I guess so does she, but for different reasons. Uh, presumably, I don't know what Sumi's backstory. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, he takes the steroid, he goes sicko mode, and he starts fighting the kraken, and it really doesn't uh, turn in, turn into much. He also tries to punch Jinbei, but Jinbei kicks his fist, and it stops him. Like he kick he kicks a dent into the big baby's fist because he's <laughs> strong.
0: He is. He, he's, he's stronger than everybody. Here. He could have he could have beat. Uh, or right away but they just had to concoct a plan to get everyone to not hate humans
1: <laughs> that is a that's a big part of it. It's all very convenient like everything happened in such a specific way where like L- Luffy's more nimble and able to shoot up, but also I don't know Jinbei probably should have gone because he can fight <laughs> in water but also yeah. there's the question of Jinbei's really really strong but and, and especially stronger in water, but would he is that is Jinbei stronger than Luffy? I don't know, but also once the steroids kick in, that's just like a different thing, which is kind of the the convenient crutch this this arc has of we're showing that Luffy is so much stronger than he was two years ago, but Hordy's able to just completely load up on this stuff to get stronger and stronger in a way that makes Luffy push himself to death because this is a One Piece arc and he has to do that contractually. Um, I'm trying to think of a One Piece arc where he doesn't do that after Water 7. (laughs) Because before, obviously, you know, I don't think he's close to death fighting an L or anything before Crocodile. He gets pretty close with Crocodile, though. Anyways, yes, Jinbei's very, very strong, and he chooses his actions in a way that is narratively convenient. Uh, Other people in the plaza doing shit. The drunk swordsman is about to take his steroids. Zoro is fighting an anglerfish man. Basically, decides to win because <laughs> it's like I'm gonna blind you, and Zoro's like I don't need to see to to win, and he like cuts the anglerfish's blight off. Seems like it'd be pretty fucking painful if it's just attached to him. I don't know oh, fish probably. anatomy, but seems like losing a limb
0: probably. I would imagine.
1: Uh, and then the drunk swordsman. A lot of these officers are like kind of underutilized, um, but I think in an intentional way to show how strong the straw hats are, it's it, yeah. there's a given, there's a there's a give and a take. Hody, Hody's loading up on steroids is more effective for that fight's narrative beats than any of the officers. Um, but maybe that would just be too long. Also, I don't know. I think I think Oda gets better at balancing full full straw hat fights later on. But, uh, get all, this is the first time they've all been together in a long time. <laughs> and they fight together in a really cool way in Thriller Bark, which was... Unless you're counting all of them dying in Sabo-Odi, that was the last time. Uh, but yeah, so then the drunk swordsman, his steroids kick in. And he just starts murdering literally everybody in front of him. Uh, and Zoro decides to step in and fight him. And he will in, like, six episodes. <laughs> and, uh, then Hody starts to, exp- like, kind of explain that everyone's gonna die. He doesn't directly say he's dropping the boat on them. I kind of felt like he was, but then later they put it together and I'm like, didn't he say that he was doing that? But I was probably just half listening and playing the Magic the Gathering um, while (laughs) watching this, which is my my mistake. But uh, Luffy says, no, he will protect everyone. That's a, a repeated line from him throughout these episodes is that he is going to protect everyone and that he made promises to his friends to do so. Also including, we haven't gotten to it exactly yet, but he also, in that refrain, says a lot of, I'll never let anyone I love die again, uh, which makes me sad. Fucked up. Uh, 561 starts stupid. Uh, I guess Waratsumi <laughs> falling over, pushed some dirt near Nami, and she complains about it. Uh, which is <laughs> funny funny on its own, I guess. But then Sanji decides to start fighting Waratsumi for hurting her. And then we go back to Nami, who... Does her one cool thing when she lines up a bunch of clouds and electrocutes a bunch of fishmen.
0: That's really cool.
1: It is cool. I like seeing her do stuff. I don't know if we do again. Can't remember. It's it's interesting cuz they're like trying to contextualize how all of these pirates have gotten stronger and are able to do things they weren't able to do before. But still, this is kind of the most she gets. Uh, talking about the strength level of the Straw Hats is arguably pointless because the whole point is that they can do things that each other can't. But I do think when Oda is writing them, there is, like, a different ceiling for each character. That sometimes is good. Like, like sometimes he's able to write around it with, like, specific tasks. Like, oh, Nami was able to turn invisible and steal keys in the last episode. That kicked ass. And then this one, she electrocutes some people, and that's kind of it. But I don't know. I think a lot of these fights are a little lackluster, even if some cool shit does happen. I like the Zio stuff, weirdly enough, though. Uh, he notices that Sanji is speci- specifically protecting Nami. And he's like, okay, I will put her in danger to as a weakness to him. So he goes invisible, and he stops. And he, like, grabs her leg and stops her. And I'm concerned about where this is going to go, because there's an invisible guy going towards Nami again. And... The the the, I don't know this guy's name The guy with all the spears The squid guy with all the spears Squidney spears He goes in (laughs) And Goes to attack her She starts to like you know Panic because she can't move One of her legs So I guess Both You only really see the handprint on one Brooke rushes in Not to save her He just thinks now would be a good time To ask to see her panties And he accidentally blocks the spear (laughs) With his body And I didn't know his spears did this But he's like This is supposed to drain liquid out of whatever it stabs Why isn't there blood rushing from you? I must have just forgot But it makes sense (laughs) because he's the whole dried squid bit that he has Yeah Which is good But I forgot it And uh, he's like Why doesn't this work on you? And he's like Well, you see uh, I am made of bones So I have no liquids to drain (laughs) <laughs> Brooke gets so
0: much great stuff to do in this chunk i love Brooke. I, I think it's to make up for the fact that he joined the crew and then was immediately separated from them for two years
1: yeah he has a lot like he is great in thriller bark uh he does a lot of great stuff but he is not a crew member till the very end of it and then yeah Saba Odi is like goodbye
0: what are you talking about he joins the crew right away and then disappears <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh you're right. You're right.
0: <laughs> I don't know I don't know what the official consensus on when he joined the crew is. <laughs> I imagine well, most people say it's at the end of the hour. But he did agree to join the crew like right away. <laughs> he,
1: he did, and guess what? We're gonna have a very similar debate for the next year and a half because of the cliffhanger that our chunk ends on today. Um, yeah. I'll we'll save that though. Anyways, Uh, yeah, no, Brooke is incredible in in this chunk of episode specifically, though. Uh, this debate about... He tries to explain, like, well, when a person dies, their skin rots away. And he's like, no, I understand bones, but, uh, which is weird, because skeletons aren't real, but... They're not. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that, that bit's great, uh, and... I don't, I think we just kind of cut away in the middle of that conversation because, uh, or no, no. General Frankie walks by and just punches the spear man down because he's like, I made this big robot and nobody wants to fight me in it. And he's like, <laughs> "This that guy's big enough and just punches him. And uh, the, so the spear guy like falls down. So, uh, and then like Brooks just like standing near Nami and someone like one of the fishman pirates is like, hey, uh, can you like step a couple steps to the left or right? Um, you're in kind of a weird spot, and he's like, why? And then, um, he's been standing on Zio's face this whole time, and, of well, course. that's what they well, want
0: you to think. Actually, what he did, he did a super special headbutt mm-hmm. attack to the bottom of Brooke's shoe. That was his plan the whole time. hmm
1: That's actually also true when I ask Boa Hancock to step on me. It's actually an attack. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I... I <laughs> It's a full body slam onto where you least expect it. That's what, that's what he, that's his reasoning that he yes. says too. He's like, it's where you least expect it. It's like, okay. He re- have dented he, your shoe. <laughs> yeah. He, he tries to own it. Brooke, of course, uh, just without even really thinking about it, doubles down. It's like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure I stepped on you, dude. And uh, everyone's like, oh, he just said it. He just said it out loud. I think that's the end of it for now. Uh, we check back in on Chopper, who is uh,
0: just really fucking up some dirt uh, with his big horns. <laughs> yeah, him and Usopp um, are like, hey, we, we f- did this exactly a few years ago, so we know how to fight yeah. someone who digs.
1: <laughs> I'm glad they mentioned that, because I probably wouldn't have pieced it together on my own while watching this. But I'm glad that they're like, we know how to deal with tunnel diggers. Uh, like those, those two specifically together, but yeah, he chopper like, well, for one, someone tries to attack Usopp, the, the guy with the big hammer chopper shoots up and stops it. And then Usopp fires some explosives into the tunnels, uh, which are all connected. So it launches out the, the little gremlin fuck who sh- surely has a name. Zio's the only name I remember cause it's short. <laughs> He's also the only one
0: of the crew who does not make me upset, like, visibly. He has a cool <laughs> has a, design, yeah. He has a c- cool design, and uh, he doesn't do things that make my, my eyes angry. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, the drunk guy, he's just upsetting the entire time.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And maybe that's why, like, those fights kind of dissolve into everyone deciding to win, uh, because they're kind of paper thin, as, like, we need people for the... The crew to fight when we whoops we put all of our chips on Hodi <laughs> uh we don't have time to develop anybody else um outside of following Hody, but yeah that's we'll get there so yeah he had bomb grass is what Usopp calls his uh explosive seed technique Chopper pulls out a rumble ball but he doesn't use it yet um someone I saw on Twitter say like pointing out the inconsistency between Rumble Ball, good, steroids, bad. They don't really do the work to, like, it never really comes up why they're that different. Like, I don't know, Chopper's a doctor, but, like, there's, like, the the Rumble Ball doesn't seem to shorten his life, but there is, like, a a physical strain on him when he's done using it. Uh, Whereas the steroids are just very bad. They shorten your life, and... I don't. Yeah, I don't know why the line is drawn.
0: I I think partially is like Chopper's making them just for himself. So he like u- using his his doctor science to know exactly what needs to go into it. Um, versus these guys. Not only are they just taking the steroids, but they're taking fucking handfuls of them. They're like chomping them down. Especially Hody. Yeah. Like I'm sure if Chopper if Chopper had, like, a gumball machine and he just poured the whole thing of rubber balls into his mouth, I feel like that would have some negative effects. Probably. <laughs> I mean, before it used to be like
1: if he took three too close together, he would go into the monster mode. He would start to do the monster mash. But now, uh, that's not the case. Two years of of training and maybe refining the recipe. I don't know. That's not really something that comes up. But um, something that was pointed out on Twitter and I wanted to, I guess, echo it to be like that line is interesting that it doesn't come up to like, cause everyone's like, Oh, your steroids are false power. But I guess yeah Chopper making specific medicine for himself. That's, that's not as true. I guess, I guess <laughs> uh, this scene is weird because Usopp's like, oh, I'm ready to do this Chopper. And he's like, Chopper, where are you? But then like <laughs> two seconds later, when we get like a dramatic cut to like everyone being shocked at something choppers in that. So I guess <laughs> he's still there and just didn't answer.
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, you know sometimes you're just like, God like damn, I, I just want to fight the bad guys. I don't need, we don't need to reaffirm each other to mid battle, loose up.
1: But he, he's asking for it, and like <laughs> I thought it was like, oh, chopper's taking the rumble ball now, and like that's why like we're gonna cut to that. But no, that's not what's happening. <laughs> so it's very strange to me. Uh, but this is when all the officers start to load up on their steroids as well, and uh, we get all these nice little. Wallpaper panels of uh, Like the straw hat And who they're going to fight And notably Robin's not there And Nami is just three random pirates or At least I don't think I saw Robin Because I probably would have noted That she also didn't have anybody to fight Because she doesn't um, But we go to the eye catch She gets to do some cool stuff But it's kind of Yeah <laughs> Not specific in the same way um, but We go to the eye catch We come back Charlie is Concerned I guess understandably we cut back uh, up to the Noah. The brothers are uh, trying, they they piece together that like, Oh shit, this thing's going to fall because he probably did something to deck in. Um, So they're trying to get Shirohoshi to swim in a different direction. Hody's like, Oh shit. They piece it together. I just need to kill everybody here. And uh, as he's like attacking the brothers, I guess they just yell loud enough and she hears it and pieces it together and starts swimming the other direction, which pisses off uh Hordy Jones, who starts to chase after her, but Luffy stretches and stops him. Um, even though it makes water makes it very, very difficult for him to do that. He probably if, if Hody didn't go into the water, he probably could have pretty easily one V one'd him, uh, even with the steroids. I think that's what Oh yeah. The Arcus kind of can like I say conveniently a lot. I don't really mean it negatively, but it is also true. Like it is like, oh yeah, these because these are fishmen and they're fighting extremely deep under the water. There are advantages that make Luffy not as strong as he maybe actually is at this point in time. Cause I mean that's the thing. He was like knocking him out across the fucking plaza like repeatedly and then he was like fuck you up going in the water.
0: Uh, Zoro because Zoro was Noah. fucking him up at the beginning.
1: <laughs> yeah, Z- Zoro, like, killed him. And he was like, all right, I need to double up on so many steroids now so I don't feel this pain. And uh, he went psycho mode, and now, now only Luffy can beat him. Which, again, I think that's a pretty decent progression of showing how strong uh, these people are and still having a formidable bad guy for Luffy. Uh, it's a trick that you probably couldn't pull again. <laughs> Or probably wouldn't really want to, but the situation of a post-training time-skip arc, you kind of got to do something and not make it just super easy? I don't know. Uh, she starts going the other direction. Uh, Luffy stops him. Uh, Hody from chasing her. And uh, we we go back to Deccan, who's, you know, nearly dead. Uh, somewhere on the deck. I don't know. We don't check on him again after this. But he... He says, i I Mark toady. I'll make him my final target before I die. And I thought he was going to tap the Noah. <laughs> I thought he was going to just like tap the boat and make it go after him. And I was like, that's cool. I don't remember it, but that's cool. But what he does is <laughs> try and- Way pi- better. <laughs> yeah, he tries to pick up a big axe and it's too heavy. So he falls over and dies. Or I guess knocks himself unconscious. <laughs> yep. And when he goes unconscious, the Noah starts to fall. So now we have a more dramatic timer on uh, all the things happening up here in the the big blue. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, 562 has a great title because it just says that Luffy's losing the fight. It says Luffy loses the fight. Uh And some other second title. Luffy dies. Luffy is defeated. The hour of Hody's revenge. is what the wiki says. Um, Rest in peace, Luffy. Yeah, fucking rip. Well, you, you see, the thing is, he could, bre- he could swim out there, but he'd have to reveal that he's actually Pond Clay. <laughs> so Fukuboshi thinks back on how important it is to save the Noah. Bad news about how Luffy's going to handle that, but he's like, I've got to save the people, but also the big boat. Hmm. And Luffy's like, I'll just punch it until it stops being. I'll just punch it into, into dust. And he's like, no, that's a bad idea, and we don't have time. And uh, also, is like, we don't know if Deccan's all the way dead or not. We might be able to stop this. And Luffy's like, I don't have time to figure that out. Do you <laughs> see how big Hody is? He's big. He,
0: he just keeps getting bigger.
1: It's true. He gets bigger in this trunk. Uh, Luffy hits him once and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, gotta get bigger. <laughs> uh, we, We'll get there. Shiro Hoshi just something that makes me very sad. Which is swim down, and she like starts to to like begs to be the target for the boat again. I don't know. I find that it's just a tiny moment that I find emotionally affecting. That she's like, I'd I'd rather keep running away and save people. Please, t- like, uh, make me the target again. But that doesn't obviously matter. Hody goes to attack her. Funky little man, Manboshi, uh, takes that hit, and then I don't know floats off until the next time he takes a hit. I guess. Luffy, like, latches onto Hody. Like, I guess, like, shoots over with rubber and uh, hits him with, like, a jet pistol. Like, it does some pretty good damage. He, like, bites him and leaves his teeth in his shoulder. He points out that, like, ah, oh, I guess my hockey isn't this good to stop these teeth. <laughs> I don't know if it's because it's piercing or just because he's not strong enough. But um, either either reading's uh, probably fine. Probably piercing? Yeah, that's that's a kind of what the line implies at least in the dub where he's like I can stop like blunt stuff with hockey and it's like well yeah, so good your rubber. Like is it just reinforcing the rubber? I don't know. I've definitely seen hockey stop swords before. So <laughs> But yeah, so he starts to bleed now from his shoulder. Yeah. Hody is lo- uh launched into the bubble around the Noah and uh Luffy tries to follow. Because he's like, I can fight him a lot better if we're on the deck of the Noah. Hody's like, haha, you saw it, and like swims alongside it with his big ass shark fin and uh, pops it, which is bad. And Luffy's like, this is bad, and like pathetically tries to swim away. He's not good at swimming. I can't imagine why. And Hody is like shooting a bunch of water bullets at him. I don't know how he does that in water. I don't, maybe it's stronger in water. I don't. I don't know. Cause it, I, like shooting water bullets when you throw your arm really fast, I can kind of make sense of it on land. But when he's in the water, is it just like <laughs> s- strong shooting
0: currents? I I feel like it's it's air pressure bubbles, it, like seaops. Th- I don't know. I I'm not a scientist. The, I'm not sure. Me.
1: Well, also all <laughs> this is fake.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: I don't know. Like. I I was I had this line of thought. I don't remember why, but I related it back to One Piece and I was just like there's this like weird I was thinking about time travel in uh in like pieces of fiction where like there is it's not like the uncanny valley, but there's like this line of fiction that when it feels like you can understand it rationally, but it doesn't line up to your rational understanding <laughs> it's like harder to believe like the 20 months thing you're like well i know how women's bodies work so that feels like a line too far but a magic fruit that makes you rubber sure yeah this is a fictional world yeah and there's this yeah there's like this weird line of like i guess plausibility in our world that makes us questionable about it happening in the magical fantasy world anyway and a lot of like physics like yeah zoro can swing a sword so hard that the force wave hit somebody across the plaza. Sure. Water physics, water's real. I feel like I can grab my head around that. And for some reason, I got in this line of thinking, because for some reason, people think that applies to time travel, which is not real. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know people who like write off Back to the Future because it doesn't like, the physics don't make sense to them. And I'm like, well, I don't, who cares? That's not the point.
0: You can't like, Time travel in in itself is not real. And then someone's like, we have these time dilation. It's like, no, you can't. You can't just say that. The dragon breaks. But yes, that's my
1: line of thinking that I was on. And the how water bullets work in water is on that same line where I'm like, this is confusing to me because it seems like a thing I should be able to understand. As I have to remind myself it doesn't fucking matter. Um. Anyways. Uh Yeah, he's shooting the, the water bullets at Luffy um I guess, I don't know if there's a risk of his bu- bubble popping I think he says, like, it gets popped again, I'm super fucked Yeah Oh yeah, Fukuboshi, like, leaves Luffy with Shirahoshi And is like, hey, take care of him I have to go stop Hody myself um Which yeah, we know isn't gonna end well Luffy is, like, knocked back by an attack And she catches him She's like, I don't know what he thought I can do, but <laughs> I have you now. <laughs> and Luffy's like, oh, no, he's going to fight him. And we look up and uh, uh, he is. He's like standing off against him. And wouldn't you know it, it goes very badly. I don't remember what exactly he does. I don't know if he stabs him or punches him or what. But like he fucks him up pretty bad. And then after he the like eye a catch. a big
0: stab on him with like his weird like blade that he has on him.
1: Yeah, he uses, like, his, his big shark fin, which I'm assuming has gotten bigger with steroids.
0: Yeah. Because
1: I think Fukuboshi successfully knocks his trident away at some point. Yeah. Which is fine. He'll just pull another one out of nowhere like he did the first one. <laughs> but uh, he, uh he after the eye catch, Fukuboshi's, like, just barely holding on, and he is, like, trying to drag Hordy for filth. He's like, you know, you... Your ideals are so bad, like why are you doing all this you when like there can't really just be revenge for humans actions if you're willingly harming fishman and just destroying the whole island to do it? He doesn't say this word, but like it's too nihilistic. Like uh this is I guess where he knocks the trident away, according to my notes. And uh he's like, Why are you this cruel? Uh, what happened to you to get you to this point. Please give me your backstory so I can grapple a little bit <laughs> with your fucked up actions because it seems like you don't have any motivations. He answers and we don't hear it. Like he, We see him move his mouth and Fukuboshi makes a very shocked face and we'll hear it later. I don't
0: think all this shock is warranted. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. It's quite possibly The least, the most most uninteresting way for them to try and explain it because there's the elements there of like, oh, I, 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 it makes sense why he's a bad guy, but there's another half of it that's like, who gives a shit?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, I like things about it. I like a lot of things about Hody's last minute revelation here, but I think it is so incorrectly married to the rest of. Fishman Islands backstory I'll I'll save that take for when we actually get to what it is so I can be specific but I uh, I had a lot of weird thoughts about that kind of stuff when, when I was watching this chunk yesterday uh, but yeah for now we don't hear it Fukuboshi is so shocked that he does nothing he just like lets go of him and then Hodi stabs him again and he's still not dead because he'll continue to talk for the rest of the fight <laughs> but Shirahoshi is concerned and, uh, Luffy gets a call on a tiny snail he's had this whole time. Uh, and I think we get some flashbacks of him, like, getting it because, uh, he gets a call from a big, uh, like, the air tank is what it's called. It's like yeah, a place, uh, like a little station that stores up air and can make bubbles out of it. And we kind of just see a quick flashback of, I don't think this was on screen or I'm just a big dummy and didn't bring it up before, but... Uh, it's like Fukuboshi going in, being like, hey, do you have any air? Can you help us? And they're like, yeah, maybe. Here's a snail. And then now it's
0: coming up now. Yeah, I don't think they showed it to us uh, up until now. I don't
1: think so. I don't feel like we would have not said it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's such a weird non sequitur flashback that I'm like, I guess maybe? (laughs) But yeah, so that's, uh... Basically, I, this turns into, hey, we can make a new bubble around the Noah, but we don't, we're only going to have one shot when it's in front of our air tank cannon because it's just falling, which, sure. That pays off in like one or two episodes. The real payoff of that, we'll notice later, is that um, for some reason, they're accidentally projecting this whole call to the whole island. So everyone's going to be on the same page, which is good. I mean, that's... Rare that everyone's on the same page in a One Piece. Fight. Yeah. <laughs> so Hody is rushing to attack, I'm assuming, Shirohoshi. I didn't, I, oh yes, because Luffy like launches over to him and he just rips his fucking fin off Uh, and then like punches him with uh, a hockey fist. And uh, I guess that hurt pretty bad because Hody's like, fuck, I need more fucking steroids right now. So he does and he grows again. Now we get uh, Fukuboshi's floating dead goldfish corpse pulling out a phone and calling Luffy's tiny little uh, snail and saying, I have to tell you what Hody said. And he does. And everyone's, and everyone's shocked. <laughs> and we, we still don't hear it. Nope. <laughs> it's, a, it's weird how long they hold out for how little it is. But uh, that's the end of that episode. starts with seven minutes of recap. Um, Or I guess seven minutes counting the opening. And uh, Sanji's fighting the baby man. And what's he going to do to beat Sanji? Inflate? I guess?
0: (laughs) Does he just make himself bigger?
1: He just makes himself bigger. But, like, he can't do it. Like, he's holding his mouth closed with his hands to hold the air in. So he doesn't... (laughs) Do anything
0: yeah he's he's doing uh luffy's gum gum balloon but, but stupid <laughs> but nowhere near as good in fact it's almost pointless
1: <laughs> he he ends up in like six episodes not I guess less than that but like four episodes he decides to start rolling and it immediately doesn't matter but it is just stupid <laughs> yeah But I guess funny. Maybe it's just trying to be funny. I don't know. One of the ministers. I can't remember which one's which. But I think this is the minister of the right. uh, Is asking Neptune to retreat. And he's like no. I'm going to wait for the princes. They don't know the Noah's falling yet. It's kind of unclear when this episode starts. Or maybe I skipped too far past the recap. But this is before the phone call that they have. Because... Later, we're going to hear the air tank phone call and realize that it's going over the speakers of the whole island. And this is happening, you know, before that has happened. It makes more sense when you're watching it and it clicks, but I'm trying to describe it in audio and it's a little <laughs> hard. The other minister of the left, I guess, the taller one, is. Being caught up, like, he is looking over the plaza And is basically being told the entire plot of the past 12 episodes Uh, he's like, Straw Hat's good? Huh? Yeah <laughs> And, uh, he's like, I guess I should send all my soldiers in there to back them up So they do Um, here's a fun thing Do you remember Hammond? I didn't I was like, oh yeah, he's here Uh, cause Hammond shows up Um, he was at the very beginning He was, like, the first person that Luffy brushed up against when he was entering the island. And he shows up now riding a bunch of human slaves. Yeah. Bummer. All right. (laughs) I mean, this is very much a case of them mimicking Celestial Dragons. Like, for them, this idea of revenge is them doing what they have seen done to them. Obviously... Something that I think is part of the nuance that I think is intentionally not dug into. But like celestial dragons do that to humans too. Like celestial dragons, everyone is below them. And yeah. humans, you know, punch down at Fishman below that because it helps them stay above them. That's, you know, that nuance isn't really dug into, but that is, I think, what's what's uh the the idea of celestial dragons riding slaves is I think what Hammond is, is mimicking and what we're supposed to get out of the, seeing him do that. But Jinbei calls him a hypocrite and asks Robin to free them. And she does with her many hands that can appear in the right places. And the humans ask why she saved all of them because they were fighting against her. And her answer is that she can't say no to a handsome man. Jinbei's pretty good looking.
0: Yeah, I, I like that little <laughs> detail. That's fun. I like that she yeah. calls Jimvey a handsome man. Because it, it it doesn't even feel like it's a, uh, like a flirty thing or anything. It just seems like a fun thing between two people who are not children like most of the other people that are around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jin, like, I, I could imagine her saying the same thing. Well, actually, you know, she probably wouldn't say it about Frankie because he'd make a whole bit out of it. But uh,
0: yeah, uh it's, kind it's of, the kind of
1: thing that Frankie has said about her in a way that isn't creepy. Yeah. like It's not like Sanji being horny or Brooke asking to see panties. It's just like, yeah, our archaeologist <laughs> is a babe. What about it? <laughs> and Robin's like, your robot body disgusts me. But, you know, I love them. I love them
0: anyway. Also, the actual secret is I'm the one who asked her to free the flames.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Wait, hold on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have guessed. Um. Anyways, yeah. At some point, she starts wearing her sunglasses down, which is cool. I don't. It looks cool. It doesn't really stick around as like, uh, like like Zora putting on his headband when he's gonna fight. That doesn't like Robin doesn't always wear sunglasses when she wants to fight now. But it is a cool look. I like aviators. I just thought that yeah. I just thought that it was cool that she points out that he's handsome. Hammond, of course, responds to this poorly. By shooting a net at her uh, to capture her. But she can just completely disappear and reappear. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I was supposed to, like, gather that this was a double she created with her power. Or she can just do
0: that. I think it's a double. but And then the trickery is where's the actual... the, The thing that should be now anytime Robin fights is where's the real Robin? Huh?
1: Yeah, it feels like some I I like it feels like some Naruto like Kankuro puppet shit. Uh but they never don't they don't do that. They don't like reveal like actually she was standing over here behind Jinbei and yeah. making these doubles. She just disappears and reappears. I don't know exactly what their Robin's power is so ill-defined in part because the show needs to do her more justice, but it is still very cool whatever is happening. Um, she reappears on him twice. There's two of her torsos yeah. that like pull him into a double suplex <laughs> and just snaps <laughs> him into a it's pretzel. Sick. It's very sick. Whatever is <laughs> happening, whatever her power is doing,
0: it, it's it's cool how <laughs> her, her her like development of powers is the most like makes sense to me seeing it. It's just like oh, she could just. It's more than just limbs, like you can make a bunch of them for a giant arm. Or she can just do half yes. of her body.
1: Here's this, though. Here's a here's a previous thought. I'm sorry we're back to feet talk. But when we <laughs> talked about her making giant feet or arms, I, I was like, isn't it... Actually, you know what? I just had a thought. Maybe this doesn't count. But we had point out, that like, oh, you know, she doesn't generate clothes or anything on it. But when she generates her torso, it is clothed. Yeah... And I was like, and then I just had this line of thinking now, maybe that long flowy skirt doesn't count when she makes big legs, but still no shoes. So that's weird. <laughs> None of this matters. It's, it's a very bad line <laughs> of thinking to go down, but
0: it's here's, here's the reasoning why as the same reason she Hulk is in a singlet is because you'd get in trouble if you show boobies. So Well I mean I know that <laughs> Within universe even <laughs>
1: That's true yeah it's actually illegal Much much like how it's illegal to, to Share blood between humans and fish man It's also illegal to show titty There's a lot of uh I don't Neptune doesn't really have like a, a gag About how he's like y'all should cover Up more but there is occasional A lot of characters like that in One Piece Who is like this is unbecoming To wear only a bikini but anyways, Neptune's Neptune's not like that. So maybe 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 it's one of the ministers who made that law. <laughs> anyways, this is where actually the minister and Neptune learn that the NOAA is falling. I don't know if they see it. Oh no, this is when the uh I think the alarm is going off. The um the air tank squad is talking over the PA system of the whole island that they're I guess intentionally tapped into. I don't know. But so the island is now hearing them saying hey, you know, we have, like, one shot to put the uh, put a bubble around it, and I hear Luffy talk back as well. Blah, blah, blah. All the same stuff from the last episode. But we also go to where the last episode left off, which is Fukuboshi saying what Hody said to him. And the whole island gets to hear it. That's, I guess, why they held it off, really. But, uh, hmm... He ba- The scene as it plays out in Flashback is Fukuboshi being like, what happened to you? What motivates you to be as cruel as you are? And his answer is not
0: a damn thing. Is <laughs> so Yeah, the subtitles are nothing.
1: And, yeah. <laughs> and the and Fukuboshi extrapolates like a, a legitimate theme from that, which is it's he is a monster. It's a very stupid line where it says he is not a fish man. He's a monster brought to life by our hatred. He's the remnants from a... Gr- he killed otohime He's a remnants from a grudge. Uh, he doesn't want peace for fish men. That's not really why he fights. It's just a, an excuse for what they do. Um, and Hody says that he was chosen by heaven to punish humans.
0: Yeah, they They use weird... The weird, like, wording that they use, like, Fukuboshi uses, makes it sound like there's, like, some, like, fucked up Cthulhu that, like, turned these fishmen into, like, chaos fishmen, but instead, it's all, they just all got joker no. because Arlong exactly. was, like, killing humans is cool, and they're like, hell yeah, Arlong.
1: Yeah, that's the end of that episode. 564 starts with baby Hody wandering around Fishman Island and he's always hearing about how bad humans are, people cheering on people who died going against them, Arlong saying how cool it is to kill humans. And here's the thing. I actually like this part of it. It's, I think, if you divorce it from the rest of the backstory of, like, how bad people actually are to Fishman in a way that mirrors real marginalization of real people, it's interesting because... What I see when I see Hody growing up in a hostile environment and only hearing bad things about a people he's never interacted with himself, I feel like, oh, this is an alt-right origin story. This is him being like, yeah, all these scary people that do bad things to us are the real problems and we have to kill them. And he's just like, as a very young age being like, okay, yeah, I guess that's right. All I've ever known is people saying that's right. And then he's like, I guess we're the chosen people by God to go kill them. Which, like, I don't know. That's probably some shit some alt-right people have said. Oh, absolutely. But having (laughs) that come from this whole flashback allegory of actual marginalization of people like explicitly coded as people of color sucks.
0: (laughs) Here's what it is. You can't stoop to their level. Yes, it's very... That's the real motto here. She can't be as bad as the bad guys.
1: It all kind of boils down to Grin and it. when they go low, we go high, Pokemon go (laughs) to the polls shit. Uh, Which is a bummer. um, Because I think, like, you know, on paper, I think there is something to this, like, Hody's motivation just being raw rage because he's heard nothing but racism his whole life, but it extremely doesn't work with what they had built up to Fishman to that point
0: yeah like skipping this is like uh, because something at the end like when uh neptune brings up like oh yeah no more uh fish district because you guys got to be with the rest of us that feels like an element where there should be like whether or not intentional this, this would also work better, too, if, like, there was more of a separation between the mermaids and the fishmen, not in, like, a racist way, but in just, like, a a class way, and that it kind of makes its way into yeah. that. as like, oh, the people on the surface don't look down on the mermaids, but they look down on the fishmen, because the mermaids are more like humans than the fishmen are, and that would make this even the backstory of, like, he only hears bad things about the humans, because he hears that, and he's like... He wants to take out the royal family because they're closer to the human. So he gets that mixed in. But yeah, it's he just he's the Joker. <laughs> All of he's them kind are the Joker.
1: Of, they're kind of Joker-fied, which I got I got to say is relatable. But uh <laughs> it's yeah, it's 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 interesting. I don't think like that's the the thing with like these metaphors of like non-human Marginalization metaphors that like they don't think they ever really try to be one to one, but when they're not, it's so easy to be like, This is so ineffective because of some aspect about it. And I don't think Oda, I think Oda is trying to tackle like a bunch of different ways people draw lines between each other, be it this way, which probably wasn't like, I don't know, 2012. I don't know if he was tapped into the alt-right origin stories then or ever or is now. (laughs) But um, that's, you know, something that I think is poignant about it as a way to view it. And, like, because I am comparing it to those things, it feels completely uh, incongruent with everything else around it with uh, the Fishman backstory. And, like, I don't think he's trying to be a bunch of one-to-one things. He's just trying to do a bunch of things at once that, because I am tying it to real-world stuff, I think these things shouldn't be next to each other at the same time, share them, like push one of these themes to another arc or something around different people or yeah, tie class more, more into it with the Royal family, which feels like it's almost getting at unspoken because Fukuboshi goes on about like, you know, we tried to ignore how hateful they were down there in the fishman district and just ignore our own grudges. We silently held and just hoped that it would be better after we got all these fucking signatures. Like, there's something to that, too. It's just, it's, there's, there's so many ideas, and there's something to all of them, and they just don't really work all together to me. And also, yeah, it turns into self-blaming stuff, and at the end of the day, humans are still literally enslaving these people, which is a, a hard line to cross <laughs> no matter what <laughs> we're doing, which is a, a thing that I think we came to a lot two episodes ago as well. Um, Is that a lot of this stuff Is still happening Not even like margin Like I guess I don't know if I'd say marginally better Because we mainly just focus on Luffy who is perfect Uh, So it's really hard to (laughs) To to judge the whole world based on that Um, Pretty much everywhere he goes He finds someone doing fucked up shit And beats the shit out of him So Maybe bad world Good Luffy bad world Anyways uh, That's my take On the Hody stuff (laughs) Is that I think it could it, could be good in a vacuum <laughs> I, I feel
0: i feel like the the thing that makes it feel really stupid to me is just him saying nothing and then us as the viewer i think what we're supposed to think is they didn't do anything to him and he's still this crazy that is terrible
1: He's some men just want to watch some men just want to watch the well burn, master Wayne.
0: <laughs> that's that's what this that's what it feels like. It's uh, supposed yeah. to
1: be. I mean, Dark Knight's a good movie, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also a, a, a point that I we hadn't touched on is that in these flashbacks of uh, the young Hody squad, they literally put on masks and burn houses down. <laughs> it's Fucked up. <laughs> Uh, Which is why, like, you know, I I felt like it was effective just in a different direction than everything else before it. But, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think even, I don't feel like if that was his point of view, that we were chosen by heaven to right the wrongs of fishermen. Which is so messy when you pair it to the actual backstory they have. Yeah. It's, I don't feel like he would genuinely say nothing. I feel like he would say everything. Like, nothing specifically to me. It's just everything I've seen. But, I don't know. Like, that's... I'm asking for way more nuance than this <laughs> show for teenagers is ever going to give me. They're making big swings. Making a whole arc about racism. I'm going to ask for them to pull it off, and they're not. <laughs> Being for teenagers isn't an excuse. Anyways. That said, that's the big reveal that we built up to. <laughs> uh, Yeah, there's a bunch of snippets of, like, them doing fucked up shit up until... The arc starts, basically, you know, laughing, laughing over Otahime's funeral. Ha ha ha. How bad, how bad can they be? So, yeah, Fukuboshi is saying that it's partly on them for ignoring the isolated Fishman district, which, again, could be interesting if they tapped into the class part of that. But it seems to be boiled down to that's where pirates are and also the orphanage for some reason. (laughs) Like, that should be tapped into class. But if it is, it's just silently done.
0: It it's just like when we first see Odenhime, she's like crying. It's like, it's my fault because we have not provided enough for you and you guys are stuck in this low income situation. But you can't keep doing that because it screws over other people too.
1: I can't stop thinking about that. It's so fucking insane to me that like, that is how it starts. And then she does nothing to address it. Like, it's like, oh, these, the conditions... That we as the royal family have forced <laughs> upon you. I'm going to go get a thousand signatures so we can move.
0: I, and like, I they don't say why it's...
1: moving solves their problems.
0: That, that's, I, I feel, giving it, being generous to them, I feel like the idea there is, if we move to the surface, all these poor people won't be poor anymore. <laughs> but that's
1: the thing. They should say that. Like, so, <laughs> like, there's here's the thing about this arc. There is no subtext. So to say no. maybe it's fine if we assume subtext is bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, I love One Piece.
0: We are watching it. It's very
1: good. We are watching One Piece. We 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 go to watch One Piece. We can watch One Piece. Uh crazy rainbow star watch it's just a bad bit. <laughs> I
0: believe bon in voyage. the wonder, Wonderland that's One Piece. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, again, this there's there could be something here. I think there's a version of Fishman Island that uh works. I th- and I think a lot of its ideas are kind of fine in their bubbles. Uh, but they try and combine all the bubbles into one big bubble, and I'm like, ah, bad bubble or messy Fish bubble. Fishman Island is,
0: is in a big big messy bubble, so I think it all works there.
1: It's all an intentional metaphor. Yeah, that yeah, it's the thing. <laughs> it's kind of like. A thing that, like, we said for a second in the fish racism episode and probably should have repeated eight more times is I don't think any of those th- characters' points of views were meant to be the right one. I think it's just about yeah. a bunch of conflicting <laughs> ideas, but I'm just very questionative of uh, the intent behind writing some of that, those ideas the way they were written,
0: or at if- least
1: the version I'm getting translated to me
0: if if there's anything i could i could give to to them and it's not uh i o- definitely wasn't intending any of this i feel like Hody that's also part of it yeah is hodi represents what every radical online of any kind who just posts wishes they could do. They're like, oh fuck, I wish we could just kill the leader and and become a totalitarian government. That'd be so cool if we could do that. But I'm too scared to order a pizza. (laughs) Yeah, people
1: who like don't
0: know what anarchy means. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, damn, this would be cool.
1: (laughs) We needed a scene of Hody being afraid to make a phone call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would have nailed it home. (laughs) <laughs> H- H- Hody's too scared to order a pizza, but he th- but uh, he he finally he got boosted up by other weirdos online and thought he was cool enough to take out the leader of the country.
1: <laughs> we go- we gotta not give these fucking shit posters followers, man. I uh, it's, it's also like it's so worth make like it's this. Sh- we need to be like one piece and not let things be subtext. We can kind of. We're so like locked into the perspective of our own country's politics when we view this stuff, and Otis probably not. Otis probably locked into his own country's politics, if any politics at all.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I, I I'm I'm not gonna say I I'm qualified to talk about anything in Japan, but I do know that their far right is obsessed with imperialism still in fucking. Hun- over a hundred years after Japan had any kind of imperialist power uh, <laughs> like their their far right is just as scary yeah
1: my my knowledge limits to like I know a little bit about uh how fucked up their economy was in the nineties because that's the context for a Hideaki Anno film he made <laughs> uh and that's that's the reason I know but anyways yes uh all that all that being said. Some of the more interesting conversations uh, we get are when One Piece is doing stuff that we think is not great, (laughs) or at least not like all the way there.
0: It's it's something that's come up recently in like just a discord i'm in i got invited to that's just people it's not like a hobby or anything related just a, just just a friend zone yeah yeah it, the good form of a friend zone not the yeah. scary scary bad guy one um or oh no don't give, was... give jory <laughs> followers they're going to go all right <laughs> that's my plan actually uh, oh, no. hard pivot hard pivot and take advantage of the new platform <laughs> now
1: can you can you imagine listening to an a- this first hour of this podcast and then <laughs>
0: believing that. <laughs> but someone someone just brought up that like I'm tired of seeing people complain on Twitter. How come people don't make threads about how good something is? I think the biggest issue with that really is that if you want to articulate what makes something good is it requires like a weird level of education in the medium itself. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot easier to be like, this thing doesn't work for me and here's what I did not like about it. Which saying like, this worked for me and here's what makes it good requires like, you to have a background in it and the person reading to have a background beyond just saying it's good. I liked it.
1: Yeah. Well, there's also, there's also the different brand of that people, of people realizing something is good by just stating what the movie is doing, which is like, I I think like a a a shortcoming, like it is harder (laughs) to specifically say like what makes, you know, a mission impossible movie, such an effective piece of action filmmaking versus saying, why does Rogue One suck? Shit. Like, <laughs> also, there's also a culture of uh, criti- criticizing getting more clicks. Like, yeah, I'm, these things, th- these things cycle into
0: each other. And if you don't like people complaining, find people who who aren't be- just being like, this new video game kind of mid though, two thousand retweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, th- th- also, like, I think things working is. Uh, Often just more simple to say Like I don't know I think these These action beats or these fights Are good because they're grounded in like The emotional motivation And then they're also just well done Like saying something's well animated Or well directed is usually just You know a side effect of seeing it Be good whereas if it doesn't work you're like Well here's the mistakes I'm seeing it is easier to see mistakes And point them out than to See like okay well this is effective Because look at it (laughs) Look at these yeah. things about it that are good, um, and there is an art to you know digging into that stuff. But um, usually we just say uh, Luffy does a punch, cool,
0: because yeah, you know I I don't expect uh, a showed show made for twelve year olds to uh <laughs> to have like the Luffy's punch is not nuanced. I don't think usually.
1: There's I don't know. He's, Sometimes he's
0: usually fighting the bad guy. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like we usually talk about, like, oh, this is cool because of these things, and then we usually gloss over <laughs> the fights a little bit. But yeah, anyways, uh, what is the rest of this episode fucking about? Is it just all of this um, hatred? Yeah, it, it's 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 a side effect of them ignoring their hatred and not addressing their own internalized emotions, is what uh, Fukaboshi is saying. Which, in a vacuum, in a bubble, I'm like, okay. That's an interesting thread to engage with, the fact that they did hold grudges and didn't, like, you know, they repressed it instead of dealing with it. And that's why, like, there's still a fucking law that you can't share blood between humans. Like, you're going to have that and also try and go to the surface? Sure, dig into that. They don't. (laughs) They just kind of say it and have Hody be this fucking bad actor that represents everything bad as this logical through line of not dealing with these problems successfully. Folks will really start a whole fucking insurrection over Fishman Island instead of going to therapy. <laughs> Shit, but like, fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, they successfully uh, bubble the Noah. Um, everyone says that they trust Luffy to save them. I don't remember the reason for this, but Luffy says, like, I guess someone's like, I don't know if they're asking Luffy why he's doing this or... I don't know at some point he says that's what friends are for uh when he's like gonna go fight Hody and everyone on the island hears it and that's a big deal they're like oh man a human that strong is liking us and fighting for us um because that's nailed home a thousand times because this isn't a subtle show in a lot of ways that I like I like that it's not subtle about some things when Luffy punch a fascist it's cool yeah this arc's just messier anyways he up he you know launches away from hoshi uh i started just writing hoshi at some point in my notes i mean shiro <laughs> hoshi but he's going to fight hordy uh we see frankie punch a squid and for some reason he has shadow clones made out of ink which doesn't really come up again because frankie just shoots him with fire and then later... And e-
0: everyone goes, oh, cool fireball. And then they look and Frankie just popped out of his robot and he shot a fireball himself. Yeah, remember he can do that? Yeah.
1: It's cool. I think it's funny like how useless the general Frankie actually is. It's just a big suit that he wears <laughs> and then sticks
0: his head out of every now and then. To do a text, yeah. Yeah. I, I can I can appreciate it. Frankie just wants to make a cool robot. Wow, cool robot! That's that's what he, Frankie watched Evangelion in the two years, <laughs> <laughs> and he went, "Wow, cool robot! I want a robot!" And then he God. made a robot that doesn't do shit. <laughs> we need to do a full hour on what <laughs> Vegapunk's Blu-ray collection is like. It's just Gundam and Evangelion. It's all sorts of mecha stuff. All the mecha stuff that's like uh, the stuff that blows people's minds because they're watching it when they're not nine years old going, this isn't just about robots fighting.
1: This actually has trauma in it or war. It's actually about war. I can't believe Gundam has themes. I I think that's what we need to build up to is one day in episode 1629, 1629, Frankie finally meets Vegapunk and he's like, I watched all your DVDs and I made cool robots. And he's like, that's not what those shows are about. And then they fight. (laughs) And Frankie fights the good fight for well, cool robot media everywhere. (laughs) Anyways, much like Warner Brothers is doing with their uh, Godzilla movies right now. They're like, no, no themes, no depth. Just big, well, cool monster. Yeah, (laughs) hip hop playing in the background while uh, King Kong fights Godzilla. Um, that trailer dropped, it looks like dog shit. I can't wait to see it.
0: They're, they're going to shoehorn in some some human being for me to give a shit about, and I'll just turn the movie off. Kyle
1: Chandler is still there from the last one, mm. and Stranger Things girl, Millie Bobby Brown, and probably characters from the Kong movie that no one saw. Uh, but anyways, Chopper, the last thing that happens in this episode, which I actually like a lot, uh, Chopper, we see that he has... Taking that rumble ball, and he is now a big monster. And, every, and Usopp's like, "Oh fuck, this is bad. Chopper shouldn't be doing this and losing control." And we realize, no, he he's in complete control of this giant monster <laughs> swarm now. Yeah. It almost looks stupid with his normal face. Yeah.
0: It, it he's was like, it, "Don't worry, I'm normal. I can do it."
1: Yeah, and it's 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 the. It's weird because, you know, Monster Chopper pre-timeskip is such good haunting imagery, like the dead face of it. So just putting his normal little eyes on it and a smile is like, (laughs) eh. I don't know. Maybe this wasn't worth it. Maybe he shouldn't control this form. But uh, I do really like the emotional beat behind it of Usopp saying, are you... Oh, no, it's... uh, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. This isn't Monster Point. I'm thinking of him doing his big buff Jojo form. Um, oh. mon- monster point comes later uh, And there's a similar conversation But uh, Chopper's in his big uh, Jojo form in Zoro Is like wasn't that supposed to be your like Normal human guy form Are you fine with that looking so freaky now And he's like Yeah you know before I was trying to be Human to fit in but now I know I have My little, my little chosen family With the straw hat so I just want to be as strong As I can and be a monster To help Luffy and I'm like Oh my heart, I love you, Chopper. And he has, there's a similar line when he does the, the monster point later. Oh, everything we said about it still stands. Yeah. Uh, and then Zora breaks some swords and he literally just decides to win. There is nothing interesting about these Zoro fights. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Brooke has all the good sword stuff in this chunk. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the end of that episode, though. 565 starts with Brooke, who has lost Zio. He's like, where the fuck did he go? <laughs> <laughs> um, And I love this scene because he's like You won't see me coming And he turns invisible and like snakes up And he's like doing a monologue About how he's going to attack him And Brooke is just like Why did it sound like the ground was talking And stabs <laughs> Stabs Zio And uh, he turns visible again And tries to be like This is my special attack that Destroys the tip of your sword <laughs> And he's like No I think I stabbed you <laughs> He disappears again. Brooke plays this really well for comedy. I say that like he's an actor. The actor Brooke, very good performance. And
0: <laughs> they did get a skeleton into the studio to record voice lines for Brooke. It's crazy. Yeah, uh,
1: it's true. It's 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 you you think it would be hard to cast, but honestly, the 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 pool of actors eligible is just so small. <laughs> there, you know, yeah. Uh. <laughs> anyways, Zio. Pulls out a big chain and uses it to tear Brooke's head off. And he dies. And that's a bummer that he's just dead again. He has a really touching moment as he thinks about, like, the strength of his fruit. And what it means for him to get a chance to live again. Then his ghost, like, uh, comes out and just, like, reconnects his head to his body. And he's like, I can't. I'm dead. (laughs) You can't do this. Which made me wonder is can you kill brook? I think we've had this exact conversation before. Of Like other than putting him in seawater,
0: is there anything you can actually do to brook? Like shatter his bones, I guess? Oh, uh, he does say something about that. He like when they're trying to do attacks, it's like doesn't do anything because there's bones and then it's like you your attacks are not strong enough to pierce bones, but I have a sword that pierces the soul.
1: That's true. He does sharpen his sword. So I guess his ultimate bad guy would be someone who also has like soul power, which maybe that exists. I don't know.
0: You know, like I, I think be, beyond just like doing a uh, like how you handle like Wolverine or Deadpool's, like you just permanently permanently disable them for the rest of their existence, which is horrifying. It could be some like weird thing like in a uh, one of the World of Warcraft expansions. I think it was yeah when they started to do like a lot more narrative stuff with the player character in Myths of Pandaria. I want to say maybe it was Cataclysm. They explain away how a person can die in a video game series where there's a resurrect ability. <laughs> Yeah. And instead of it just being like Final Fantasy, oh, uh the dress lady gets stabbed and is dead, and then they don't like extrapolate on that.
1: Or fucking Sora watching Tangled Man die and being like, Man, sure wish Cura worked on stab wounds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like how they explained it in the Warcraft universe is some people are so strong they can like rip your soul from existence. <laughs> so that's how people like regular that's how like people just die die in in that universe
1: yeah outside of uh magic or something or
0: i i (laughs) yeah there's there's probably an
1: answer of how pokemon die for real like the the difference between dying and fainting but i don't care to know what it is (laughs) uh but yeah that's certainly a a thing that fiction has to deal with all the time especially video games yeah Uh, yeah, he, I love Brooks and Brooks stuff in this, uh, chunk and how he talks about, uh, life and death and his ghostly fucking spirit. And, um, he talks about how his, uh, his sword, Soul Sonnet, was sharpened by the Longarm tribe. And now it can tap into his soul power and, uh, freeze the air, uh, from the land of the dead or some shit. I don't know. He has ice powers. His sword is ice now. Yeah, make Brook's sword fighting significantly different than Zora's. I need that. Usopp tells him that he's really cool, and when he thanks him, uh, he loses EO again. And that's the end of that for now. We cut now to Usopp, who is fighting the little gremlin, which catches on fire for seemingly no reason. Like, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any advantage of the gremlin catching on fire. No. <laughs> it just does. Uh, Usopp is shooting but can't hit him And he's like, ah, you fucking loser You can't hit me But uh, he's like, I wasn't trying to hit you I was setting a trap I'm a technique user In all the video games now And we'll see that pay off in like two episodes Uh, Luffy Remember him? Oh yeah He goes second gear He does a jet bazooka And sends Hody flying a little bit And uh Here's the Here's the big like Moment of Frankly this whole Fight And Arc Of uh It's the name of this episode is the name of this move He's about to show off But He And I Feel like it would've been a lot better If it wasn't shown in water Cause I don't wouldn't have any questions But He He's He Using second gear He like sends his arm Way the fuck back And coats it in hockey Uh <laughs> like that and he uh as he he's, he's thinking about ace and he's like i'm not gonna let anyone i love die again and i'm gonna describe this move in the only way i can rationalize it uh making sense and he whips his fist forward in an attack so fast that it ignites and it's coated in fire. And it's called Red Hawk. And it's really fucking cool. I love Red Hawk. I don't care why it works. It just does. I think it's weird that it's revealed underwater, of course. But I, th- I think Red Hawk's a very cool attack. And he uses it and he hits Hody so fucking hard that he's launched onto the Noah again. And how do you feel about Red Hawk? This is the first, like, I mean, I guess we've seen some new hockey moves.
0: But this is, like, the big one from the arc. I'm glad Luffy's taking inspiration from his brother, Ace. That's a big part of it, too. And I also do think it's fucked up that when he first uses it on, on Hordy, it looks like uh, he's piercing through his stomach with fire, which is fucked up. Yeah, there's like like, <laughs> the, like the
1: the fire force of it, like, is on the <laughs> other side of him after it hits. Yeah. Happens the second time, too, I think. Uh, He uses it again a little bit.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, if... If if fire going through someone could kill my brother, I can beat bad guys with it.
1: Yeah. So that doesn't happen again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I like also, I think, I'm assuming it's part of it because he, Hawk isn't just a translation. He literally says it in Japanese. Red Hawk, uh, or I guess Redo Hawk. I, I like that as like a term for an attack. Like all of his moves are like animal names now. Or his ho- hockey moves are. But I like Hawk- as a shortening of hockey. <laughs> like, I think that's an, a, a thing that my brain likes to hear. Uh, anyways, the air tank crew is like, oh, fuck, he did it. The absolute mad lad. Uh, so the island hears that he's beaten Hody, but he's not. And he's uh, Shirohoshi is like rushing him toward the, the boat so he can like fight without a bubble for real. The plaza is reacting to the news that the air tank incorrectly reported. He called a state way too early. And the Fishman pirates are trying to flee. And this is where an unsubtle, unsurprising turn happens, where the officers, mainly Zio, he's he's not letting these people leave. He's like, no, we're going to stay here. We're going to fight until we fucking die. Uh, Because we're going to put our faith in our stupid leader because we're chosen by heaven or some shit. He claims that he will die. To, to fight for his hatred And this is a great chance Brooke gets to have For a spotlight on him uh, Not r- right away Because everyone Like there are some kids who's like Oh the humans are fighting for us This is good And they point at Brooke Like is that a human? Is Chopper a human? Is, is Frankie a human? It's like oh look They have a weird fucking crew But the humans are helping <laughs> us And uh, Brooke saves the fish man from Zeo And is like look You've never died don't act like you know anything about what death means. And I think it's cool he gets to have that conversation.
0: Yeah, I'm sure like a lot of just things get put into perspective like that. Like you die and then you get something no one else does. You get a second chance sort of. And he's <laughs> he gets like a, so he gets like a, an experience that no one else can. Like it's really yeah. cool.
1: And it allows him to, to speak in this way. Like, why are you not valuing your life? Like, these are bad reasons to die. Dying isn't yeah. supposed to be romanticized, bro. I would love to see a remake of It's a Wonderful Life with Brooke as the <laughs> star. There's probably also a better metaphor than that movie. But uh, regardless, I like Brooke. Brooke does some great shit in the back half of this arc. Even though he really just makes stupid jokes the first half because he wasn't around for Arlong Park. So he has no interact like anything to do anyways that scene basically i don't he hasn't fought zio for real yet they're teeing up a bunch of dominoes so they can all fall at the same time yeah wadatsumi is still very big sanji is like standing on his face it's that big and he asks sanji if he's impressed and he's like oh yeah sure buddy uh and then he asks jimbe to to wrap this up um which (laughs) happens. In, like, another episode and a half. The drunk man is reminding us that he has poison. Nothing happens. Uh, Frankie says he has a new move. Doesn't show it. Uh, Here's a scene I like, though. Usopp is, like, talking about this trap he laid for the Kremlin, And he's like, I don't fucking believe you. I think you just missed. And Usopp's like, look, I used to lie about my power. But now it doesn't matter if you believe me or not. I know I'm the real deal. And I'm like, ugh. My heart, Usopp! <laughs> Usopp and Chopper have such good beats in this little chunk. And Brooke. And everyone else is there. Frankie, fr- Fra- like this thing, so- some of them are those emotional beats, and then some of them are just, look how strong these guys are now. And <laughs> of, the, uh, of the ones that are, look how strong these guys are now, Frankie's the only one I really get much out of.
0: <laughs> Frankie just made a cool giant robot.
1: Yeah. And yeah, he does like a bunch of cool shit. And Zoro... You barely even see him swing a sword. He just, we just cut to him winning. <laughs> Pun intended. Maybe,
0: they're just like, hey, you know how this is gonna go. You don't even need to see it anymore. Kinda, yeah. It's uh, There's better
1: Zoro stuff in the future, but wow, this arc short changes him after after he's put in jail. Before that, I think I think his fight with Hody is cool.
0: Yeah, I I do like with Usopp in the subtitles. He's like, damn. I used to be better at lying when I wasn't like confident. <laughs> Which yeah. is, is cool. It's like he's worse at the thing he, he was good at because he doesn't need to use it anymore. That's cool. Yeah.
1: It is cool. Usopp rules. We need to put more respect on Usopp's name as a culture. Anyways, uh, this is when Monster Chopper shows up. I was ahead of myself before. Uh, this is when Usopp's like really concerned and he does Monster Chopper does his big goofy smile. And he's in control of this form now. Uh, I think it's later when he does his cute little I'm not impressed by your compliment bastard bit in the monster form, which is such a weird image. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But it's, yeah, it's funny. And it also makes sense that he would find a way to control that. Like, that is the logical conclusion, even if I think it's a less compelling design. A lot of Chopper's time skip designs have had to kind of grow on me. I like the the buggy, like the the beetle horn point a lot. But like his new buff form, I don't like as much. I understand the direction it's going in. I just don't like looking at it as much. Uh, Back on the Noah, Hody is pissed and he eats more steroids. <laughs> Sur- surprise. And Luffy lands to fight him. And I really like... That their fight has to be on like a sideways deck falling. That's a very good visual choice. Not that it really like changes the way they fight much. It just looks cool. Yeah. Uh, That's the end of the episode though. Uh, 566 is Luffy versus Hordy time. Uh, He's shooting some jet pistols. They're not really landing. Hody like grabs them and throws them. He uses a jet bazooka, which hits pretty hard, but then Hody just bites him again. And while his like teeth are sunk into him, he does another Red Hawk attack. And again, yeah, the fucking fire looks like it's coming out the other side of him. And I actually had not connected that to fucking Ace's death. It's very concerning now to think about. <laughs> but I still think the attack's very cool. It is. The air tank, I guess, is just like, it's a fucking sport commentator now. And it's like, ah, they're like thinking that uh, Hody might be winning. And uh, back in the plaza, the crews are kind of reacting accordingly. Uh, where the, you know, the fishmen are like, ha, I told you so. And all the straw hats are like, nah, bro. <laughs> Luffy, <laughs> Luffy wins everything. What are you talking about? He would never fight someone and immediately lose. Chopper does his little funny squiggly arm bit in the monster form. Just a lot of stuff gearing up for the dominoes to fall again. Uh, notably, the drunk man grabs some swords and coats them in poison. That won't matter. Don't worry about it. Sanji is, says, says he's thinking about recipes for blowfish for after he murders this large baby man. He is offended, understandably. <laughs> Seems like, you know, this whole arc about... <laughs> this is something Andrew brought up about, like, rewatching Arlong Park and being like, huh, I guess... A silly thing like fish, like fish face, as an insult is probably just a racist slur now, uh, <laughs> with context. And that's how I kind of feel about Sanji talking about how he would cook a type of fish that this man is.
0: Why not assume he's a rare case? I, I definitely think <laughs> Sanji is like <laughs> uh, Sanji. I feel like has a little bit more vitriol behind it too.
1: Yes, yeah, Sanji seems like the, the less forgiving of the, of the people. He did tell Jinbei to kill himself earlier, <laughs> which I s- still think about. Yeah, no, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I know that Wadatsumi feels so not like a human because he's so big, but still, uh, it, it set off that red flag in my brain of, hmm, weird thing to say. He, he would call it irony, though, right? He's like, no, it's just ironic. Oh, probably, yeah. Sanji's on the dirtbag left, but in that way that he's not really on the
0: left at all. <laughs> he he just he doesn't like that someone told him not to do anything, so he's trying he's just manufacturing ways to make it seem okay. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Anyways. Luffy says he won't lose because he's promised that he would protect his friends. After the eye catch, we see some more of their fight. Uh Hody is now able to make water bullets that are just sharks. Which looks very cool i like seeing the little yeah. sharks fly at luffy he's like barely dodging them and then he starts getting hit by them all he's starting to just fall down like a- alongside the deck uh, of the ship and you know you can't really see his face Shirohoshi is like yelling concerned but he just like shakily brings his hand up to his mouth and he does a gear third attack and he coats it with hockey. I gotta say, it's very cool to see him just do gear third attacks that, like, whenever he wants. <laughs> and it not be like a, okay, I do this, and then I can't fight for ten minutes. <laughs> it's, it's nice that he can just make his fist big whenever he wants. And he does a big punch with his gear third hockey fist. This is called Elephant Gun. I don't think we've seen this
0: yet. Well, uh, I thought he did it to uh, the Kraken. I th- maybe?
1: I couldn't remember if he used a foot for that or not. Doesn't matter. It's cool. I just couldn't remember if it was if he used it then or if that was a foot. But he he does the big punch, and it blocks these bullets. It breaks through, and whammo! He hits Hody, basically once and for all at this point. Oh yeah. He's not done swinging fists though. He blows up his other fist. And he starts doing a Gatling with uh these these two giant uh, here here comes the giant fists elephant Gatling gun he's just gonna keep swinging until this boat is destroyed that's like he's like all right cool Hody is for one Hody is probably still getting some of these punches because of where he is but the Noah is still a problem he has to solve we check back in on the crew in the plaza uh Brook is humming a little tune he's humming Binksake. sake. And he's like, whoops, I'm already on the other side of Zio. I guess he's dead. Uh, and he is. He gets like covered in a nice ice slash, and uh, Brooke does a nice little haiku. Which I did not write down or remember, but I'm pretty sure the punchline is panties. Yeah. <laughs> and now the dominoes are all going to fall at the same time. Uh, Usopp's trap goes off, and it's just like a trampoline thing, which makes the gremlin uh, vulnerable. And he shoots another attack up at him in the air, which is just like a big grass puppy. Like uh, like it's, he calls it impact wolf, I think. Uh, The big, like, it's like a plant, but also it's a wolf that's going towards his target. And its nose is, uh, sh- sends off a shock radius. It's not an impact dial, but it might as well be. Which also makes sense for Usopp to want to use it. But it hits the gremlin and takes him out. Good, monster chopper does his big swing. What did you expect him to do? <laughs> Here's something cool though, Frankie radical beam.
0: Yeah, he's popping out of the robot to shoot a giant beam.
1: <laughs> he's basically yeah, he's basically just he just steps out of the robot and doesn't get back in. And at this point, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> he puts his he puts his big hands together and it just makes a literal fucking laser beam like like uh <laughs> the pacifista had, and that's sick. He, and it's called Radical It's a real cool, it, real cool Radical beam It is I want Frankie to rap so bad Do you, Yeah Is that because you want Kazuki Yao to rap Or because you think Frankie and character would Both <laughs> Okay, fair,
0: fair Fra- Frankie seems like a guy who'd be like Yo, 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 I'm Frankie and I'm here to say I like rapping in a robotic way He does the robot also while he raps <laughs> Yes, absolutely <laughs> And then brings attention to, I'm a robot doing the robot, get it?
1: What's great about that is you know he has, like, auto-tune in his neck whenever <laughs> he, he wants to use it. Does. He absolutely does. does. And, like, absolutely and, like does. speakers in his shoulders, he's like he's like uh, a... <laughs> yes. He's, he's like that guy walking around with, a like, just a speaker just boomboxing at people. Absolutely. That's a type of guy. That's a type of guy. It's real. I mean it. <laughs> yes, Frankie's so good. Oh, I like that Frankie is, like... A himbo robot, because you can really just imagine him installing anything. Because what would be cool? <laughs> what would be cool for me to have at all times? Whether I need it or not. Which is, I mean, like, that's kind of the line of thinking anyway with him, because he can just change his hairstyle whenever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jinbei, why well, not assume he starts rolling? I think I didn't even write that down, but he starts rolling. Uh, Jinbei stops him with a water punch. And it knocks him into the air. Sanji follows him into the air because he can fly. And um he basically remembers that he's so transphobic that he can kick really hard. <laughs> That's it.
0: <laughs> the the <laughs> See, every time he does this, it just makes me wish he was he was on Kick Bro Island, where he was just surrounded by a bunch of dudes who like to kick. Because it'd be it'd be extra funny. <laughs> they're just all bros who want to hang out with him and he's like, no, I need women. I'm like, what do you need that for, bro? Come on, we're just gonna hang out. And I, I like the it make the name hell memory or whatever the fuck he says. It's really Yeah, something like that. Like better. Like hell memory is a really fun like thing, just like he's so mad about something that happened to him that he kicks harder. He kicks. But it's 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 shitty the thing he's mad about.
1: Yeah. I would uh- I, I I would still expect that to be a little homophobic in the end just yeah, that, because it's that, Sanji.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like the, the way I've, there wouldn't be any way to completely get away from it because he just, he wants to be surrounded by babes. It's just like, they're not even they're ace kings who just want to kick. <laughs> that's what I want, which Sanji spent two years doing.
1: Yeah. Uh, But no, we don't even get that. We get I, I hate Queer people so much <laughs> That I'm going to Set myself <laughs> on fire and kick
0: My anger at their existence makes me stronger Yeah,
1: basically uh, Sucks pretty bad Wadatsumi, when Sanji comes up Is like Oh shit, he can fly now And Zoro's like, he can fly now And Sanji's like, he, I can fly now <laughs> What really happens is that is like, you scared m- My guts out of me Which is not a thing that you would say uh, But Sanji when he kicks him and does the attack He's like That saves me the trouble Because blowfish guts are toxic Again you're talking about cooking a man (laughs) Stop it (laughs) Whatever The poison sword man attacks And we literally don't even see Zoro block it We just like Cut to him having decided to have already won. It's like some fucking King Crimson shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what if Zoro had a stand?
1: Maybe he does, and that's why he's this way. We just can't see it. <laughs> it's like how uh, I always say that Final Destination movies are just stand fights that you can't see the stands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's really funny The
1: big inspiration for Iraqi apparently is those movies And when you see how gory some of his deaths are You can believe, it. and stupid uh, Some of his deaths are, you can believe it Yeah, yeah. so Zora has nothing to do Fuck it Luffy's Gatling gun has now sent Hody out of the ship And when the, the air tank sees his corpse Just kind of floating there uh, They're like, he won <laughs> And everyone it. cheers uh, The next episode starts 567 it starts with a bunch of reminders that everybody won their fight in the plaza. Uh, Robin says that she disapproves of the robot, which, to be fair, it didn't really add anything yep. at this
0: all. Sometimes sometimes just, the robot didn't do anything. Why do you have it? There's it no point to it.
1: It looked cool. <laughs> it was a cool it, idea. It's,
0: Robin, Robin, you got a choice. Do you have the robot? Or does Frankie have his cock cycle? You get one or the other. (laughs) You don't get to have both. That's true. You either have the dick motorcycle or the (laughs) giant robot. I would rather have the giant robot.
1: Yeah. He's going to upgrade it where he has both and then the cock motorcycle just attaches so the robot (laughs) has a giant (laughs) cock.
0: (laughs) That's, That's what we're missing from from every Power Rangers Megazord. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think there's, I think there's, maybe it's not Power Rangers specifically, but I do think there is a Megazord that has like an elephant trunk in the crotch. I, I feel like I've seen that somewhere. Maybe it's a parody, but that feels like a thing Frankie would do. Instead, it kind of mirrors his own body shape, how it just has two twig legs under its giant mass. Uh, the The, the general Frankie, I mean. Frankly, I, the motorcycle is kind of the only one of these inventions that I think really works. Yeah, because it <laughs> it gets him around quick, and he could you know shoot guns from his arms and, and shoulders still. <laughs> but like the robots, basically unfinished. The tank was fine, I guess.
0: I'm also a big fan of Frank. Be like, okay, Chopper, you gotta you gotta go back to normal because this is you're you're stealing the thunder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, That was true He's like Chopper You gotta downsize Cause I gotta be The biggest guy here (laughs) But yeah They get some cute Little interactions All together Um like I expected
0: no less From Luffy Uh And his crew (laughs) Luffy's crew Seems like a guy Who would have There'd be a skeleton Who asks the The already Scantily clad lady To wear a mini skirt Yeah Uh yeah
1: Brick does that And uh Brooke Brooke asks Nami to start wearing a mini skirt so he can see panties more often. She just kinda like shoves her climb attacked into his maw. <laughs> Surprised you don't get a bit of like it popping off the neck again. That would be good. <laughs> Everyone's cheering. Uh but the Noah's still falling. That's bad. Uh the Fishman pirates start to run away, but uh maybe not yet. At some point Jinbei stops them. Uh the air tank people. Again, Chime in like, it's not over yet. Luffy's trying to destroy the Noah before it crashes. And uh, here's a shoehorned in scene. In one of the random towns, uh, we see a fish man like trying to get his friend to run away. He's like, come on, man. We got to go. It's fallen. And uh, he's like, no, Luffy's fighting to save us. And it reminds me of another pirate who protected us 20 years ago. Um and it's not Roger, believe it or not. We'll get that we'll get that shoehorned and seen later, but uh it's Whitebeard. He remembers Whitebeard protecting the island. Um, which we knew about. Uh we knew that Whitebeard uh, put his name on this island to protect it.
0: Yeah. After that happened, I was thinking, how come how come Whitebeard did not do a thing to like help people feel better by humans, considering he was like significant in and- Keeping them from being fucked up by humans for a long time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he like, he made the island his territory, but he didn't do, as far as we know, we never saw him do anything topside. None of his, are there any fishmen in his crew that we saw? Mm -mm.
0: No. No. No, I think there might have been, there might have been one fishman who was there, but I, but they were very unclear if like all the 70 other boats that showed up, if they were just friends of his or part of the crew. Yeah, some, there was, some of them there was, was a lot implying, like, was it his fleet? Because there was there were other fishmen there, I remember, but I don't think they're part of like the Moby Dick crew, at least.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, at, at that size, too, like, I, I wonder, like, he has his division commanders, and I wonder how many of the fleet are people that just follow him because yeah. he's the strongest pirate in the sea. I don't know. That, that comes at such an early point in One Piece, you haven't really explored the dynamics of crews that big yet. Yeah, which is something uh, effectively overwhelming about Marineford is that suddenly suddenly it's happening and it's way bigger than anything before it, which makes it very hard to follow up forever. (laughs) Anyways, Charlie is reflecting on her vision. Will he do it? Is this what happens? Is this how Fishman Island is destroyed because Luffy can't save them? Who knows? Is she wrong? I don't know. Probably not. But we come back from the eye catch. Everyone is still cheering for Luffy. But his wound is getting worse. You know, he's, he's losing a lot of blood from his fucked up shoulder as he's been doing a Gatling gun attack for two episodes. Shirohoshi is also noticing this and trying to get him to stop. Fuk- Fukuboshi is still just kind of floating off to the side. Is like, I'm sorry, Dad, that we couldn't save the ship, but the people are more important. And Neptune down there in the plaza is also thinking the same thing. Like, the people is more, the people are more important. It's a shame we could not save the ship of promise for Joy Boy. And I think this is the first time they've connected the ship to Joy Boy. Yeah. Whatever that means. I'm a Joy
0: Boy. I'm going to keep saying that.
1: Jory, Jory Boy. It's only one letter. That's, off. No, no. no uh, I'm Joy jo- Boy.
0: Jory Boy is a musical artist. Is it? <laughs> it's like He's like a Puerto Rican singer, I think, rapper. Oh, cool. I know this because... Looking up my name on Google at like 12 years old. That's fair. I wonder if he's still. That's just the first result. Still around. Neat. Uh, f- not for much longer, if I have anything to say about it. Oh,
1: no. Oh, no. <laughs> anyways, yeah. No, I'm Joy
0: Boy should be a new handle. And. <laughs> I'll remember that when this co- whenever this episode comes out. <laughs>
1: uh, March. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, anyways, here's something fucking weird. Luffy hears a voice say he can stop. Not a voice we know or recognize, Mm-mm. just a, a big, deep voice. You could stop. And uh, he doesn't. Uh, he's like, who is that? Who is there? And Shirahoshi swims in between his punches and the boat, trying to get him to stop. Uh, and I mean, he's not hitting her at all. He's just going around her. But she's trying to get him to stop. And she's like, uh, you, don't, you don't have to do this anymore. The Noah has stopped. And um he does stop punching, and it's such a weirdly animated thing I can't wrap my head around because it kinda just cuts from him not punching to him hanging on to something. <laughs> and I don't know what. It just looks weird. Um I, I'm sure it's fine in panels, uh, and translated into motion, it feels like something's missing. Yeah. But the no the Noah is stopped, and can you believe why Sea Kings came and grabbed it? They all grabbed, a, like six Sea Kings showed up and grabbed the big chains on it and are just holding it in place now. And Luffy, realizing that the island will now be safe, just kind of passes out. Yeah. He's is, is like, oh, okay, cool. Goodbye. <laughs> and uh, starts to fall down into the debris. I think Shirohoshi goes and grabs him eventually, but not right away. The We hear the Sea Kings talk some more. They're. I guess uh, it's weird. I don't. I think this arc is the first time we've ever really considered them to have consciousness as such to hold a conversation. And probably when you thought, oh, Shirahoshi can summon sea kings when she's emotional, you probably didn't think they would show up and hold a fucking council.
0: No. <laughs> I, I, w- I was expecting something, because there's no way they're going to... Uh like, just have them come and, like, bite Horty, because that would be unsatisfying when want to see Luffy do it. Yeah. Uh, so they gotta show up somewhere if they established him when they did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I... It's it's easy to assume that's probably how the Noah threat gets resolved, is because she is still there the whole time. And it... I guess it makes sense that it takes so long, too. Uh, however, she's like, I didn't call for you, which makes me wonder why not, but... They say that it was a combination of her desire and his together that made them, brought them to to come and grab the Noah. We'll dig into that maybe a little bit more in the next episode of anime. I don't mean podcast, but uh, the episode ends with the air tank squad announcing that the Noah has been stopped and they are going to be safe. And we have one more episode to discuss 568. Um, I really thought with all the combat this episode wouldn't be two hours, but we just had to talk about that Blu-ray collection. <laughs> yep. Yep. Five sixty-eight, our last episode of the chunk, a starts with some more Sea Kings talking. They tell Shirohoshi that originally the boat was made for them to pull it. Which is neat, I guess. We don't we learn so little about the context with which any of this shit matters but they're like yeah you know every few generations we get a new mermaid princess that has this power to communicate with us and that's our queen the queen of the sea kings uh which we kind of heard a little bit when Otohime talked about in the flashbacks she mentioned that someone would show up to guide her to her true purpose wonder if that was Luffy I don't know is Luffy joy boy <laughs> probably not i don't know i don't know is that that might be a theory i don't know what the fuck i think the next episode digs in a little bit to that, um, like the next, that, like before we leave Fishman Island, Robin is like, I read a book once, but I don't remember. Anyways, uh, yeah, they mentioned that she is the, their queen, uh, Shirahoshi, and uh, the brothers floating around are like, Is she talking to the Sea Kings? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> the air tank squad tries to explain, like, uh, Sea Kings grabbed the door That's what happened? <laughs> and uh, the air bubble. Is uh connecting with the main island and leaving the Noah. Uh, and they're like, You should probably go save Luffy. Uh yeah, so she'll she, die. Yeah, he'll he he can not breathe underwater, dude. Uh so she does. She rushes down to grab him and uh take him back to safety. Uh Fukuboshi's like, We gotta we should probably grab Hordy also lock him up or something before he wakes up, so they do. And uh as the sea kings are just dragging the Noah away, they're like do you think Luffy heard us? Now, like, that would be weird, but... There's one other guy who heard us once! <laughs> <sighs> it was Roger, by the way. Uh, The scene that they flash back to of Roger hearing them is so sweaty and stupid. Like, I don't think it's a big deal for them to be like, Oh, yeah, Roger also was able to tap into something that Luffy is able to. That's not surprising. But... It's just such a non-sequitur nothing scene of him underwater being like, What's that? Who's there? And <laughs> Rayleigh is like, eh, there's nothing, you old coot. um, Which we also don't see his face. I don't know why we know what Rayleigh looks like. But, uh, yeah, that's a little thing that happens. I think this kind of thing came up before because... maybe, maybe Or maybe I'm thinking of something that's said later. I don't know. Because uh, there was, like, gesturing in skype of, like, was... Roger able to to read Poneglyphs Or was he just weirdly In tune with things That he
0: shouldn't have been able to, to be tuned into I don't know See I got from it That he can just he was able to read the language Because he could just do everything He is kind of a perfect dude I like I, I wouldn't I would not be like Oh okay If he could just read it Because he's the greatest pirate To ever live <laughs> So
1: Yeah I think I always assumed That there was just someone On his crew Who could And maybe mm-hmm. taught him Like I don't think Robins ever tried to teach anybody the language of the history? Oh, no one's she gonna pay attention. To just, <laughs> uh, Chopper maybe. I could see Chopper wanting to learn, but no one else. Yeah. Nobody else gives a shit. Chopper, not even that he's invested in it as much as he. I feel like he's someone who would be like, "Yeah, I'd be happy to learn something." You know, Robin's probably fun to hang out with her and bond with her over something. It's not like she gets to talk to anybody about it, so. <laughs> Anyways, meanwhile, back in the fucking coral forest, what was this place called? The, uh, whatever it's, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Bahamut's there. It's where we were at before. Bahamut's there with Din and Kami. Um, Bahamut is hoping that the the crew is okay, the Straw Hat crew. And uh, Din's like, yeah, they're strong. And they look up and oh, hey, it's the Noah. Just being brought into the forest They all make very funny Shocked faces The Sea Kings continue to ramble on about Something they're like Yeah this ship's pretty fucked up but Maybe I could be saved if we had Their help uh, I don't know what the subtitle said but I don't they just said their They just said like oh man someone could probably Do this vaguely like They know who they're talking about and we're not supposed to But I'm assuming that The subs were the same And, uh, another ominous line they have as they, uh, swim off is, uh, they say, well, the appointed time is approaching. Okay. (laughs) It's like, Oda loves to set these dominoes up.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's concerning. I'm Mm -hmm. scared.
1: (laughs) Many fears. Many, many fears. That's the tagline of our show now. (laughs) Many fears. A little bit left in this episode before we uh, call it. Um, Just a couple things that need to start happening before the arc can end. Uh, In the palace, they find the kidnapped mermaids, but they find them in the treasure room, and the treasure room has been completely robbed. Uh, Neptune doesn't give a shit. (laughs) Uh,
0: He's like, the the whole island almost died. Uh, We don't have to give a shit about some special box, and I don't... (laughs) Okay. Yeah. There's the, actually yeah. The, some importance of the box. The
1: tamate box was included in that uh, as as one of the treasures that was robbed, and it was brought up before the special stuff in it. Deccan was talking about that, made like aged people. Oh yeah. It. I think it. I think they talk more about the tomate box before the end of the arc. I don't remember it strongly though. Uh, I just remember I ended up looking it up. Before we recorded that episode, when, when Deccan <laughs> mentioned it. Jinbei stops people from fleeing and is like, look, we're going to wait and see how the royal family decides how to handle this whole thing. Y'all did some bad shit. The minister, I think, of the right, one of them, whichever one's with Neptune, is, you know, learning about the, 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 the mermaids being, like, found. And they're like, oh, yeah, they, they're confused. They don't know Who kidnapped them But they remember What he looked like And it super wasn't Luffy So The minister of the right Is like Ah The Straw hats Are chill after all Sorry (laughs) Sorry about that Um And you know Of course There's the humans That are like Ah I never thought It was him And they're lying (laughs) And I think later There's a point Where they're like Actually I I did I think it was them Yeah Uh I just couldn't Address it Um Which is What Fukuboshi Was talking about Forever ago um, an hour ago, and Frankie has an afro now.
0: Wow! Yeah, yeah, they knew like a dramatic thing over just so he can have an afro. It's great.
1: It's a good bit. You gotta lighten the mood. Chopper, even though he said that he can use the rumble ball, uh, he is still very tired. It's like it's gonna be a little bit till I can walk again. Cause he's back to normal now. He's very tiny yeah. and
0: tired. And Usop's like, you know, that doesn't make me feel better about you doing that.
1: Yeah. It's uh you know it's for it's for rare circumstances. Uh the the brothers, the royal princes return with Hody and they tie up all the officers and him, uh and, and some big trains, and Shirohoshi is arriving with Luffy and everyone's like, Oh yay! He's back, our savior but she's crying and she's sobbing because he's lost a shit ton of blood.
0: Oh boy could, has he.
1: <laughs> you you could probably I mean, I think you literally guessed how this was gonna go in one of our previous like next time on segments or maybe i'm confusing it with another one but i feel like you just literally guessed that this was gonna happen Well, i'm always right that's that's all i mean of course so (laughs) after the eye catch we see maybe the best thing ever animated which is robin holding up chopper's head to help him (laughs)
0: doctor i love this this is so cute she just carries them around I love them I, I, I like it a lot And Sanji got mad It's like I want to lay my head in Robin's lap Which me too But I'm not going to be a creep about it Sanji Yeah you're only going to say it on a
1: podcast
0: Because she's not real <laughs> Yeah I'm not going to say it to her
1: But again we are lucky that she's not real Or else this would be weird You know we'd
0: be arrested <laughs> if, if she was real um, <laughs> I, I, I would be a Robin Stan account on Twitter yeah. actually. I mean,
1: kind of already are anyway. <laughs> I want to find a Robin. There's probably a Robin
0: fan cam out there. Oh, probably absolutely. I mean, I I know I know someone that made a Zigbar fan cam, so
1: <laughs> that was five. I've seen that. It's very funny. Um there's a there should be fan cams for for everything. But then also I see like I say that as a joke, but, like, I've definitely seen, like, genuine fan cams for, like, people I've never seen before who don't exist. And I'm just like, oh, man, this guy in this movie that only 12 people saw is the hottest. I'm going to make him, like, a fan cam. Or, like, unironic fan cams for someone that's, like, Jim Carrey or something. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, here we are again at the classic... It's illegal to share blood. Uh, plot line because Chopper is asking around for a blood donor. It's like none of us have type F. Luffy has type F. None of us do. Sure wish we had someone on the crew with type F blood. That would be smart. But they don't. So and everyone looks around like, oh, but it's illegal. And also they don't want to, regardless of laws. And also the human pirates won't do it either, which I don't get. Yeah. Um.
0: And the, the little kid's like, Dad, you've got type F. He's like, shut the fuck just, up. Just shut the fuck up. You jump the fuck
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it, yeah. Uh, because no one wants to do it. And yeah. because longstanding prejudices prejudices based on tiger dying, which, sure. But wouldn't you know it, somebody steps forward who's going to break down this wall. And it's our perfect Uncle Jimbe. And he's like, I have type F blood. You can have all of it that you need. Everyone's like, boss, Jimbe. Boss. I think everyone's so stoked about it. They're like, Oh, like no one wants to be the first
0: one to do it. Well, and it doesn't help that like he, he justifies it by being like, I'm a pirate anyway. So yeah. the laws don't matter to me.
1: Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then like when he does it, Neptune's also like, I'm so glad that he's doing this. Like, this law is, like, a perfect evidence of how we weren't really able to move on from what happened, even if we couldn't admit it. Like, oh, no, he may wanted us to move on, so he pretended that we did. But, you know, like, this is a barrier that needed to be broken down, and nobody wanted to be the first one to do it. And, yes, of course. Oh, it's illegal, but he's a pirate. Who gives a shit? Uh, So, yeah. I actually really like this scene. At, like... There's like a shit ton of flashbacks, kind of like emphasizing the importance of this event happening. I found myself it, liking it. it.
0: It's it's a nice scene, and I I think it, it what it's doing is very good. But uh, because of a bad person, it feels so heavy handed that it made me laugh. It is <laughs> it's it, just is, it the, is pretty the- heavy handed. <laughs> Just it if just because I think of it this is, this is something that I would expect to see in like a why racism is bad after school special type thing you watch in like fifth grade. Well, I hate to break just, it to you. That's what we've been watching for two months, Jory. Yeah, exactly. Just the as the blood is going through the transfusion tube, we see all the all the bad interactions between humans uh-huh. and fishmen th- that we've been exposed to as the audience as they're bridging the gap between <laughs> the two races.
1: Yeah, and uh, the narrator is reading some fucking poem about, like, regardless of whether you attack someone or they attack <laughs> yeah. you, the same red yeah. blood is what spilled. I, it's, it's the kind of thing where I'm like, in a vacuum, I think this is effective. It is extremely heavy-handed, but all of this has been. That's, that's the whole, like, you, you, if you're not botting at this point, you're never going to be. <laughs> so, yeah. like, yeah, if it's, if it's too heavy for you, then it is. But uh, I liked it. I thought it was effective. Um, I, I felt myself liking this chunk and the stuff that it was doing more than the previous ones. Even though I think, if I think back to that stuff, then my complaints start to rush back up. Because I'm trying to marry two things that shouldn't be. But it's a messy arc. Trying to do too many things. A common one-piece problem is an ARC doing too many things. Uh, Post time skip, anyway. Fukuboshi thinks back to his mom about like, oh man, we're finally starting to make the progress she wanted us to make. I guess this is such a small gesture that doesn't make slavery not okay? And uh, we also see that the Noah has been left right next to her grave. And there's one final line, basically, before this episode ends. Because Luffy is awake and knows what's happening and he decides to, to say one final thing over the to be continued uh,
0: stinger. Uh, Like, hey, Jim, they joined the crew.
1: Yep, and then it ends. And then we're done. Podcast yeah. over. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Nothing to talk about there. How, how, How do you feel about, I mean, I guess everything. This is the part where we talk about all of the episodes kind of together and like a how do you feel thing but i feel like that maybe be a the the biggest thing walking away from this is is it something you saw coming or a little uh, bit expected him to say it's no secret that we love jinbei on this podcast so i'm sure you're like feeling good about it
0: (laughs) it's 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 a little bit it's like a surprise more so that he I mean, of course, after, he's gonna wait till he's, like, reunited with his friends and stuff to ask Jinbei. But I feel like following the events of Marineford, it's just a natural thing for him to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... He is connected with with Jinbei in a way he hasn't connected with many other people. And... Like, obviously, like, you know, he asked Ace to join his crew at one point, but he's like, nah, you know, I got my own crew that I'm doing right now. (laughs) And... He's asking Jinbei, even though Jinbei also has his own crew. Um, yeah. obviously, you know, this is a cliffhanger I chose to stop at, so we'll see how the conversation goes after this, but uh yeah, he he just asks him right away after this. Will he join? Who could say? Genuinely who could say? <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to watch more next time. But yeah, it's uh it's an exciting little cliffhanger here to leave. How do you feel about the rest of the shit, though? Obviously, we went pretty deep into our feelings on some of the themes and uh, and and the politics of some of the episodes, but like, we like Red Hawk. How do you feel about the fight overall? Like, any like the action and how
0: stuff went? Uh, seeing Luffy's powers is cool. The the thing that like feels like a whole bummer about this entire like arc is that at no way did i ever think oh fuck how is luffy going to beat the bad guy and i did not feel like tension with the boat either just because like i i I was just full of soul no he's just gonna bust the boat up and there's gonna have to deal with some kind of like there's gonna be a big reveal after he busts the boat but yeah just because i i I think like hordy not being like really an actual problem for him he just has to kind of like deal with him and eventually take him down it's just a product of we gotta show how strong him and everyone else is and also following up uh marineford you gotta like (laughs) have something that's a little easier on luffy because like from the moment like they show Horty just regularly getting his ass kicked right away it's a uh I don't know how bad of an analogy it is, but like a thing you don't want to do in wrestling is if you're in like you're locked in a program with someone, you don't want to undersell that person because if you win, it doesn't matter. You talk about how like they're not strong, nothing they do matters, they're not like a, a good opponent for you. And if you lose, it makes you look even more pathetic. So like you want to build up your opponent alongside you in wrestling. And that's kind of how I felt. This is like from the start, we just see him getting his ass kicked, and we know yeah. he has a drug. And through the, the a, through drugs an have to do a watching, lot of heavy lifting. Not only do the drugs have to do a lot of heavy lifting, they also already qualify the, the drugs with the fact that they're terrible for your lifespan. the The only other like expectation that I could really get from it is, oh, Horty's gonna like Hulk out too much on the drugs, and like his heart's gonna stop because of the drugs. That kind yeah. of thing but i'm i'm glad all the friends are back together
1: yeah it's a it's a hard line to walk with all the <laughs> things they want to accomplish because it's not even like they're back together again and we have to show them fighting someone that is difficult for them to fight but also shows just how much stronger they were before and the steroids is kind of the solution to that problem whether you think it works or not but that's one of two of the big swings the arc is taking because it's also the spiritual successor to Arlong Park in dealing with all these racist things. So it's like there's so much going on at once. Yeah, some strengths, some some detriments. Um, but we're not quite done yet. We got a little bit more uh, uh, chill zone, I guess, to get through, or or plot escalation to get through before Luffy is uh departing. Um, up to the actual new world uh, back topside again and uh, immediately going to a place where the next decade of the anime and manga are going to be set into motion. And it, I, I don't know. I like the next arc, but, but yeah, that's, uh, that's it. Hody's been defeated. Racism is over. It's we've done it. Everybody. We defeated the Joker. Well, not, not Doflamingue. <laughs> or Go: who's also the, the
0: the joker. But There are many jokers out there. You hate to see it. It's true though. Jokers One to gets, the left the, of me. The the, <laughs> the classic uh that's the classic like trope uh established by Shakespeare is that there's a protagonist and then there's a joker. There's many jokers. If if you if you've ever wondered why every movie with like a dedicated bad guy, the bad guy goes, "I'm the Joker, baby." Mm-hmm. Like every piece of like media, like storytelling that you've ever consumed, that's why it's if, required. That's why it's it's one of those rules established by uh, Shakespeare, and you know that's one of the rules you don't break. Even David Lynch does it.
1: Yeah, it's even grandfathered into like the fucking DGA requirements. Like you got to start with. Uh... You know, like, the director credits as well, but um, mm-hmm. you also have to have someone say The Joker Baby or else it's fucking illegal. <laughs> your, your your film immediately gets rated NC-17 if you don't have someone say I'm, I'm The Joker Baby. It's unfortunate. And,
0: and you're also going to be come under fire from all the, like, film unions and stuff. Like, you would have to.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just important. This stuff doesn't get said enough. It's important that we uh, speak to the importance of I'm, I'm The Joker Baby discourse. Um... <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you like this podcast, you can give us money at <laughs> Patreon.com. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash. We are watching OP. You get these episodes a couple days early. You also get our bonus episodes that we do each month. I actually am unconfident. What you're in I'm not confident what month this comes out, but I think we're watching another movie soon. We're uh, watching
0: film Z soon. I think. Yes,
1: fil- we're watching film Z after. We finish the Fishman Island arc for real, which, because we're so far ahead, if you're hearing this episode, we have done that. But yes, immediately after Fishman Island, we get a, a tiny little filler arc of uh, setting up the movie, I guess, a little bit. I, don't, I haven't actually seen these episodes. But uh, I think we're going to cover those episodes and also do a film commentary, probably as two separate uploads, if I'd have to... I have to guess how we're gonna do it. I don't know. this is something I'm trying out because i have never done this before. Uh, i think I think Z's ambition arc is the first time they do that. Um, I think they've only done it for Z Golden Stampede, but anyways, yeah, I think that I think that's the March uh stuff planned. So for the month of February, our patreon bonus was some commentary tracks for the second Torico crossover. It was very fun. It's very stupid uh and that's up there at the one dollar level like uh, everything has been so far
0: hey a big thank you to our patrons for the month of february um happy valentine's day no this is coming late after that um (laughs) adam b adam w andrew anton ashok becca ben captain moke chad clueless wanderer damien deus Endless Moon, Eric V, Gage, Heidi, J. Harkins, Jackson, Jalen, Jimenez, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Lucas, Luke, Mallory, Marcus, Martin, Mick Foley, Two Ninety Nine, Morgan, Paulina, Peter, Rem, Riley, Roger, Ryan, Stella, Stephen K, Stephen P, Trey, and Vitek. Uh,
1: and again, that's at patreoncom We are watching Op. Thank you again for supporting us. If you do, uh, and you can support us in non-monetary ways as well. Like retweeting our very good posts, uh, and telling your friends that if they like one piece, we're the only good podcast about it. Even though we're nowhere near caught up with the anime, uh, Jory. Hmm? Yeah. The only Jory. That's right. Also, it's another way you can help the podcast. If your friends are named Jory, you can tell Jory, um, because every time a Jory is eliminated, uh, this story becomes stronger. Uh, where could people find you on the internet?
0: Uh, on Twitter at No I'm Jury. That's right. That's how you know it's me because I'm the only one. Mm-hmm. That's uh, where where I'm posting. You know, I'm. I hope you're a big fan of posts. I assume if you're listening to this, you're a big fan of posts.
1: This podcast is just kind of posting for two hours, two and a half <laughs> today.
0: <laughs> Got other stuff here on the network. Uh, you can you can hear hear both of us sometimes do a good Pokemon opinion on it's chance true. The making.
1: We were we were together on some episodes recently with uh my personal favorite podcaster Carly, the greatest
0: podcaster who ever lived.
1: Yeah, they they actually can't have a regular podcast or do it that often because the whole industry would destabilize. Um, but yeah, those were some those were some fun episodes we did. I think the show swaps might be happening around. Hopefully by now, too. It's hard. We're recording it so far in advance. It's hard for me to be confident, but I'm excited about uh, the show swaps that we're doing. You're doing um one for the Marmoset Chronicles.
0: Yeah, we recorded that. And that was a, uh... you know, spoiler alert. We kind of, I had like a direction I was going with thinking it'd be funny and then it almost kind of turned into a bummer. <laughs> the direction we oh, no. went with it. <laughs> but I think it's still funny, but the tone is a little weird. <laughs>
1: Just like this arc! <laughs> That's great, and you did that with your your uh, CWFP co-host,
0: Cam. Yeah. We talked about the very real um, times they tried <laughs> to cross-promote the Marmoset Chronicles with uh, Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Real stuff. Go listen to it. Yep. It's uh, exciting. Exciting. Good luck finding those clips, though. That litigation hasn't ended, so... uh <laughs> <laughs> They're hoping Marmoset Chronicles of State is hoping to make that money from Vincent Man, but until then mm-hmm. good luck finding those uh clips. It's like a the Star Wars Christmas special. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um well you can find myself on Twitter at Ghost of Joe Ghost of J O. I'm on another podcast called Got It Memorized I don't I know if we'll still be talking about Final Fantasy X-2 at this point, uh, but uh, we've been talking about video games over there. We did all of Kingdom Hearts. That's why it's called that. We're uh, going to have to be talking about the New Worlds Ends With You game uh, later this year when it comes out. Um, we might have to fill some time in between Final Fantasy and that, but we've got some ideas. I'm excited about it. And yeah, uh, I was on some Champs recently. You can listen to Champs in the Making episodes early. It's a It's a podcast where random podcasters show up and uh, (laughs) rank Pokemon with a bracket. But uh, you can listen to the episodes for free in the public feed, but also they're there very early, um, way ahead of time on the Orange Groves Patreon, patreon.com slash the Orange Groves. You can uh, listen to those uh, at the $10 tier, um, and it helps support the network and uh, all the shit we do. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess cut cut content goes up on the on the patreon as well it's, i don't know the last time that we've had one from this show but there's quite a few up there if you've never checked it out that's at the two dollar tier um and there's other. you probably like other shows on the network if not why not go to the dot com go listen to something come on that's probably it to plug um our twitter is also we are watching op uh you can join the discord server for the whole network at the website, go to the website, uh, scroll to the bottom, you'll see Join Tog Discord, and uh, talk about these episodes. Talk about your Joy Boy theories, because what the fuck is that? And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Um, which means it's time for me to ask Jory the most
0: important question.
1: What happens next time on One Piece? And they've never been wrong.
0: Nope. Here's what's going to happen. I use my future site to to predict something that's to know what's going to happen in these next few episodes that came out uh like nine years ago <laughs> that's how good my uh future site is
1: your your future site future site fruit
0: yep <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have the big blow off of the of the arc where they're gonna be partying and they're gonna be like come on jimbe you gotta give me an answer and he's like i can't luffy there's there's something there's something that's keeping me from joining another crew, and it's and they're gonna be at the big banquet for the for the dinner because Luffy's got to eat a food and they all gotta drink a beer. Yeah. And the uh the swamp swamp guy is gonna pop up and he's gonna be like, I've gotten all the mermaid and fishmen into one area, and I'm going to kidnap them all. And there's gonna be like a giant like swamp wave coming over because somehow he's gotten that powerful to like absorb everyone, and he's gonna. Somehow the economy is going to be able to support his plan of selling every single mermaid in existence to the Celestial Dragons. Uh, well, they can just print money. <laughs> that's true, too. Uh, it's it's going to just about get everyone, uh, and then uh, a leg pops up from where he's standing and kicks him in the dick, and he falls over, and uh, Robin puts handcuffs on him with arms that pop up out of the ground, too, and then they just go back to partying.
1: And, uh, yeah, she's appointed um, the new queen of uh, the whole world.
0: Yes, of the whole world, specifically.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's all definitely going to be true. <laughs> and yeah. I can't wait to discuss it next time on the podcast with my good friend, Jory. My good, smart friend, Jory. And...
0: <clears throat> Until then! <laughs> Until then! <laughs> <Tell> me... <laughs> to be! To <laughs> be! Continued.
1: If I had the sound effect in here, I would do it, but I don't. Ah,
0: damn. (laughs) Keep that in.
1: Yeah.